Hey, welcome to episode 33 of the Draft Champions podcast. I'm sure we're getting let in with um, Mike the Mouth's um, choice of music. I'm here with Mike. What's up? Look, dude, there's a specific reason why we let in with Highway to Hell, okay? I mean, it's, it's, it's obvious why we have to leave, because this is what we've been on, man. It's been a freaking Highway to Hell for how many fucking months right now, right? And we find, you, you tell me, you have to do this series of podcasts, and I have to lead. I have to be the one to kick off your series, your trend from return to podcasting. So here it is. What time? We're recording this at like 11.40 uh, p.m. in the evening. I got to get up at the freaking ass crack of dawn tomorrow morning to start a day, but I'm going to be here because the fans have been clamoring for uh, me to come back on and do a podcast now that we have baseball again and it's going to be a complete shit show so you know you just got to embrace the insanity go with the whole thing and like i said all i've been dealing with is is just craziness you know and uh, so much so i i recently took up dfs cockfighting just so you know that (laughs) i don't know if you ever if you ever get a chance to try it it's really it's really a blast so i mean i think it's a great idea it's out there but no the funny thing is I'm, i'm researching that that idea i'm just joking around right DF guys cockfight. It's got to be a joke, right? Just like when I just said, you know, when I said uh, I made a joke on Twitter about, um, you know, I rather I rather play fantasy camel racing, right, or some whatever it was, right? And of course, there's a whole league of camel racing and everything else. You can actually bet on it. It's a whole big thing. So it, it could be a reality if you really wanted to do it, right? So that whole thing was funny, funny. So I said, this for the hell of it. Let me let me put in this cockfighting thing. And of course, the story pops up literally a couple days ago, right, of an Indian man that died after a tussle with his rooster on their way to a <laughs> cockfight. So the dude. The dude is on the way to a cockfight with his prize rooster, right? He's a 50-year-old right. guy. He gets hit in the neck with a blade that's tied to the rooster's claw, okay? And the police folks oh. told CNN, the father of three, father of three, he was taken to a hospital where he died of a stroke, okay? So this, this guy, he was a regular at local cockfight, and he was on his way to enter the rooster in the competition when it tried to break free, you know, and, uh, and basically struck him in the neck. <laughs> So it's great. That's, so a, really, that's, that's an awesome lead-in for this episode. It's perfect, man. It's like it's, so. We're not, we're not we're not that we're not that late today. I, this is actually early for us, eleven forty. But the funny thing is, the police captain that, that, that did this case goes. He said that that the uh, the local cockfight went ahead without any arrests. You think you think this part of the world is fucked up, bro? This is what's going on in India. Okay, that's how it goes. Oh, guy died 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 on the way to legal cockfight. No big deal. No arrest made. Hey, there, is, there, there isn't any more we in this part of the world because I'm in Canada and you're in the United States. It's very different these days. Yeah, I know. Canada's all fine, right? Everything's great in Canada. Not really. In Canada, I don't, right? I don't, no, I don't, I don't, I'm not, I'm not pleased with how Canada's handled this. Just ban, Amer- just ban Americans. It's, it solves all, it solves all woes if you ban the Americans, right? Americans are going to ban themselves. Look, America's just going through a course correction right now, man. Okay, it's been utter insanity for the last whatever many years has been, last several years, few years, and whatever. Not to get political here, all right? But and it's going to be it's going through a correction. This is what happens. Okay, it's got to go swing this far crazy before it settles more in a, into a modern position. This is what always happens, man. When there's change, okay, that's what happens. Right, this change, just like just like this whole. This is a metaphor for this year's crazy shit show fantasy baseball season of 60 games, or what it's going to be. Okay, it's everybody talking about oh this, and they're all spec. I love how the industry guys are all speculating now, right? They've been in they've been in a coma because all they've been listening to is all just the and and the worst thing I've had to deal with is listening to these fantasy analysts and experts trying to come up with in you know fun content or listenable, con- entertaining content to fill oh, the void. Oh, it's and it's terrible. Like painful, draft, bro. Like drafting like sneakers and stuff like that. 
Dude, it's painful, bro. It, it, it drafting like these these mock fake draft. They have they, this is the best thing they can come up with, bro. And this is what we're going to talk about later in the show, which I, I I just lost it when I heard like on on uh, was on Rotowire, I think one of the one of the shows or whatever their podcast are drafting like '80s movie. You know, because you know me, I'm a freaking '80s expert, of course, '80s movies expert. Because we're going we'll to we'll get into we'll get into yeah we'll later get on. We'll do that later on. But I, and I had to listen to like an '80s draft done by three people who have know nothing. Okay, about eighties movies, and I got of all people, I'd listen to that show. But it's like this is—it's it's been painful trying guys to try to be entertaining, you know. And I, you know, and I thought about, let me should I just jump in? Should I fill this void during this period of time? And I said no. So I just kind of went. Do you, uh, it's, it's ironic because a lot of people probably think the same thing about what you're doing right now because they're like, get into the fucking like baseball content. I don't want to hear them talk about politics and stories and stuff like that. Not to say that's everyone, but like I think they're. This is a you're, you're you're giving us a nice dose of irony here. So this is where you'd be wrong, Zach. Yet again, in terms of you assuming that you understand your audience better than I do, <laughs> which you do not. Okay. Well, so people people come on people come on to, when they when they come on to hear me, they don't expect me the first thing to lead it and talk about the entire time. Okay, or all my fantasy picks and who's gonna you know my you know the whole what's gonna happen with this baseball season, which we'll get to. Of course, I'll give you my my insights and and genius momentarily. But you know they want to hear. Just like a little bit of human interest stories. What what what's Mike's position? What's MTM's position on things and things like that? That's what we're gonna get to first. Hey, don't get sensitive. Gonna... I'm just busting your balls. You don't get sensitive. It's I'm not con- getting sensitive. It's, it's all it's contra- a... It's all conflict and controversy, Daisy. Exactly. Okay. And you and you sent me and you sent me an entire list. Like I I get a, I ask you for a little outline. Give me something to work with, right? So so Zach messages me this freaking like 80 word DM, right? Of all these topics you want to cover, like in supposedly in an hour period of time. You know, and I'm, I'm supposed, to, supposed to be prepared for in 30 minutes. Okay. So take it away, Zach, since it's your show, supposedly. Well, you know, John, actually, Johnny L said the same thing. He's like, what the hell? He's like, you want to get through this in half an hour? Because I told that, oh, just a spoiler, the next um, rest of this week, we're going to have John L, MLB moving average. And um, we're going to talk to Matt Modica as well. Uh, I know I'm taking away valuable MTM time plugging other people, which you must love. But um, I sent them this. I sent them the same outline because I I want to I want to get all your guys' thoughts on on um, certain things about the new season. So no, what, what no no Paul Spohr couldn't get him on the show. Um, no. Actually, I spoke to him. He said he was going to come on. Um, this was this was before the the, the pandemic, and uh, we were going to iron out a time. Actually, um, don't so, look at me. Look, don't get me wrong. I I, I like Paul. Okay, I mean I met Paul. I've chatted with Paul. Okay. And you're no Paul Sporer. Okay. But whatever that quote yeah. from that famous quote, but Paul, like I said, I don't listen to his podcast at ever. I, I just don't, I don't have time. There's only, there's only so much time I have to listen to certain things, but I get, but this is what happened. This is a perfect example of how everything goes off the rails because he's when, he, when the baseball season was put on whatever possibly hiatus for intern, for an eternity, this guy, immediately switches to like, oh, watch me play video sports games or for baseball or I might be able to show on Twitch, okay? Right. I mean, this is, because I'll give you a scenario, okay? Let me just ask you a question, okay? If I personally went back in time to my 1986 self playing, you know, NES and Zelda in my room, and I, and I said, to him, look, I'm from the future. In 35 years or so from now, okay, you can make some money by having people who have nothing better to do with their, their, their lives tune in. You almost said pathetic there. You know, the TVs to wa- on their computers to watch you play the game you're playing right now. I'd punch my future self in the face. That's what I would do. Okay. Well, if I actually the- didn't even know what that was really all about. 
Um, first of all, I'm, I'm a big fan of his podcast, but that whole Twitch thing, um, honestly, I couldn't give a fuck about it, right? But this is what's this. You want to know why this problem? This is my last thing I'm going to say before we go to the baseball stuff. You want to know why this problem with society? I'll give you an example. Here's a big reason why because there's a generation of people, okay, that spend their free time, okay, not watching Netflix or whatever, which is, you know, bad enough as is. That's the people fill their time with during this whole downtime, but they tune in online to watch other people play video games that they cannot play themselves or they're not as good at playing themselves to be entertained. Is that what we've sunk to? That, that's the level of the mentality of a, a large portion of society. That's all I'm going to tell you. Okay? Yeah, Coming from, it, 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 that's how fucked up we are. These I don't even, why we have problems. This is, this is a newsflash to me because I didn't, I didn't even know what was going on. I just had no interest in it. So I didn't, I didn't either. I, I didn't either, but I, 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 I had this kind of thing. I had, I had to be enlightened that this kind of actual culture under, cult thing goes on. And there are like thousands of people that fucking knew this, bro. It's crazy. It's absolutely well, crazy. This is what goes on. You, you, know? Know, you know how I blame for this? I'll tell you who I blame Netflix because like they're a fucking billion dollar company and they're not putting out nearly enough new stuff during the pandemic. Like, come on, throw us a bone here. Like you got like everyone's, everyone's jerking off to the Michael Jordan documentary because it's the only thing going on. Right. And there's no new movies. Like, come on, like, what are you waiting for? Give us some, give us some new material. Buy, buy some old movies I haven't seen before. Like it's really you had to give me you had to give me the visual of you jerking off to the Michael Jordan video uh, I didn't, series. Yeah, I think you, you just got no, I didn't give it to you. I just I think you just took it. Yeah. Okay. Thanks for thanks for putting that out there. I mean, I'm still trying to get over the whole Lisa Ann thing you were doing last before. That you know that, that whole funny thing is I don't think we ever talked about. Do we ever talk about that on the show? Do we ever get to that? Oh, the, the Lisa Ann thing. The Lisa Ann debacle because I know I talked. I, I did a I did a live Zoom draft that I talked to told people about it and they were cracking up. But did we ever yeah. tell like your no, general listeners? No, we never told everyone. <laughs> Dude, the, 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 I'm, I'm sorry. We, we, we have to get this in because, I mean, because the Lisa Ann thing, bro, that is, I'm, I'm glad I captured that for all eternity. I'm, I hope that never goes away in my, in my, <laughs> in my direct messages. Oh my God, I have it all saved. It's amazing. It, it is the most amazing content that you'll ever get because I got to tell people the story because Zach's involved, you know, because it's his let me, let me just tell you, how, let me just explain how it started. Go ahead, Zach. So our friend Chris at uh, Baseball Pods had decided because this is another, I think this is another reason why, this is another, I guess, um, um, implication of the season being canceled. I think it was after it was canceled and we were just trying to find things to do. Yeah, it was because it was March Madness. We had a March Madness bracket podcast and we were facing up against someone. Forget, I don't even, I didn't, I never even heard about the pod, uh, the other podcast we were up against. There were 64 podcasts, obviously. And I was just, um, I, I wanted to win it. Um, it took a little bit of interest and I just looked through my DMs and I said, um, eh, throw, like I just, t- I tossed it out to a couple of people just give us a vote. And most people said, Oh yeah, no problem, Zach. Yeah, we'll, we'll vote for you. And I tossed it out to her. I didn't even expect her to respond. But then, no, was you de- Cause you DM'd her, right? Yeah. Cause she, she, cause but she I, DM'd, did, I DM'd everyone who I was, who I was asking. I don't want to, yeah, like, but she had to be following I don't, you. I don't want to see. Yeah. She was following me because for some reason she started following you and she started following me. You know, I guess because I was on her good side, because I told you, as people may have, I might have mentioned this before, is that, you know, she was like a guest, you know. She was, she was following the, the podcast um, Twitter account. So that's, that's where I messaged her from. I messaged her from the podcast Twitter. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Uh, yeah, but she was also my, you know, I knew her and I told you about her and because you weren't even aware who the hell Lisa Ann was. No, I, didn't know, who, like, I did not know it, who she was. Much, much to you, and you, you've enjoyed the fact that I've, you know, enlightened you about who she is since that time. But, um, you know, so I, I, I just, you know, she was like been a guest 
you know, person coming in and I thought she was pretty cool because she'd come to my uh, MTM Ultimates and she'd be there and she'd mingle with the guys. I think I've talked about that. She brought her books at one time, her first book, and she signed it and gave it away. And I, cause I bought a bunch of them for everybody at a discounted rate, things like that. And she was really, seemed pretty cool, right? Right. That's what I, so I thought. So I thought, go ahead. So go ahead, continue your story. But then you have the audacity to ask her to do what? I, I asked her to give us a vote for like vote for our podcast. Um, no, you said I'm you trying. wanted to give her the, 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 the death thing you did is you had the audacity to ask her for an RT, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, okay. Because I don't, and I'm like, I'm, I'm like, trying to find the conversation. I, right, I found it already, but I'm like, I'm like, tell you, to tell you how no, you don't, you don't, you don't, no, you don't have the conversation. There it is. I found it. You don't, you don't have the one between me and her. No, I don't have that one. I have my own. That's yeah. what I, that's, that's what, that's what I was going to lead to because that's why, that's when I messaged you and said, dude, what the hell's going on? But what the, but the thing is, and what you said is about the, you know, the RT. I'm like, I'm like, first of all, I don't even know what an RT is. They, I, I told you I couldn't figure out what an RT is. It's RT. It's, 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 it's a rate at which the coronavirus multiplies. An RT? Yeah. yeah is that what it is? Okay. Yeah. Well, I, 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 apparently, I, you know, it means retweet, obviously. I found that out later on. You yes. Know, yes. Uh, you know, so whatever. So it was, um, you know. It was, OMG. OMG, right? So, yeah. but, I, but, but how this whole thing started is you did that. You had the audacity to ask her for an RT. Now, this is a, this is a woman who's got like 1.1 million. Yeah. I so I, 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 okay. I'll tell you, I have it pulled up. So what I, I sent her a copy and paste of the, like, pull, the Twitter poll. And then just underneath it, I go, RT would be nice. <laughs> so yeah. it, it was so I was doing this. I was doing it by haste. I didn't give a fuck. I didn't expect a response. I'm not going to like spend like an hour or a half an hour crafting a response to her, like I'm asking her on a date or something. I'm just, I just did here. I'm just throwing darts. I'm just throwing darts. Right. 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 So I, so, you know, I, I basically, as I said, but so I, but I had DM'd her before because when I did a, 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 a guest appearance on, on um, Ronis's show, with her on a Monday night, it was great. And she's laughing off the air. She thought it was hysterical. We're chatting off the air, the whole thing, whatever. And so I sent her, I sent her a nice DM afterwards saying thanks, you know, whatever, and uh, whatever. Maybe we can, maybe one time, be on, you know, would you basically want to come on or maybe do something together on a show if it ever works out for you? Blah blah blah. Never, never heard a word. This is going back months, a month or so, you know, whatever. You know, it's never heard a word. So I wake up in the morning one morning, and my phone is like blowing <laughs> up. It's just like it's like buzz, but it's, like, it's going off like non-stop like what the fuck is going on, on my phone right it was just and i get on there and it was like the first text from her the first dm from her is like please in bold letters please tell your cronies to stop dming me to rt shit right? <laughs> right? that's her first that's her first text to me right first dm to me right and i and 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 then after today i will be unfollowing and blocking everyone my business manager and agent have the messages and we'll keep them on record so so here it goes so she i, I and it goes on for like she didn't even block me she it went on for 64 DMs, man. It was like, she just wouldn't stop. And it was like, she, and, and the more she went on, the more enraged and insane she became like about everything. Like, who the fuck do you think you are? Well, that's, that's exactly how mine starts. Like after, yeah. after, after the retweet would be nice. I told her that that's how mine starts. It says, who the fuck do you think you are? Yeah. She's who in their right mind speaks to a stranger like this. RT would be nice. What the fuck? Rude, obnoxious. I built my timeline. I get paid as an influencer. Yeah. She's an influencer. See, this is what happens. No, I think she's just cop. Like, honestly, I think it's, it's a copy and paste job from yours to mine. Like she's sending us the exact same thing. Right. Right. People just don't slide into my DMs and tell me what to do. <laughs> 
and yours and my my she said my dm was off the reservation she's a wackadoo bro so oh it's, it's a, she's an absolute this is what happens to people and i got i don't give a shit rat's ass about it. when you this is what happens when you get on my bad side okay you're when you're dead to me you're dead to me and there's very few people that are in that category and when this crazy bitch starts pulling this crap to me and going off i mean some of the shit she said to me talk about being off the reservation which was completely uncalled for and unacceptable Okay, with the stuff that she was saying, especially since, you know, she, I was nothing but good to her and cool with her and she's been nothing cool with her and she just loses it. And this is what happens, man. When you, this, I'm, I'm telling you, for those of you that like watch porn or follow porn or whatever, and I'm not, I am not that person. I have no, no interest. I probably lost interest in that when I was, after I was 17. Okay. Back in the day, but there are some people that are completely into that whole thing. I've never seen they, any of her work, to be honest. You know, I, well, neither have I. I, I really, I mean, I've seen, you know, you pictures, pictures pop up online when I use it put paste stuff up for my you know that I try, when I try to find a clean one to put on my threads you know for the whatever but I don't I have no interest no desire nothing but apparently she's a pretty was a pretty big thing in the industry and whatever but, but this is what happens when you go do that kind of crap for a living for such a long period of time I think she made like 300 movies okay so when you're getting like you're when you're getting ass banged and it's sucking in so much whatever on camera for that long it affects your brain it, it really does. Okay. So you can, she can put all the, you know, nice fluffy stuff on what she wants to and pretend to be this and nice. But I'm telling you behind that facade, man, is a wackadoodle because, you know, and I got the, and I got the 84 DMs to prove it because it, it, it wouldn't stop. And I was trying to be calm it down. I'm sorry, this is unfortunate. I'll do what I can. You know, my apologies for the disruption. I was trying to make it be like, you're the bad guy, of course, that you're the guy, that you had the horrific nerve to, to, to ask for this stuff, try to calm her down. And it just wouldn't stop. She just she about it. She's like, you're same, harassing same. me. And I'm like, I'm not harassing you. My, my phone has been blowing up for 15 minutes. And she kept saying, I'm done now. I'm not talking to you anymore. Your history. And she wouldn't stop. <laughs> she kept having this conversation with herself, just, just shredding. I mean, I wish we could publish it somewhere, but I know there'd be legal action guaranteed if that was the case. But it was like, so that was, that was the end of my, my long-term you know, relationship, friendliness, you know, interactions with, you know, uh, Lisa Ann. And I'm, I'm pretty sure, sure you, that when I, like, my response is just infuriated her more. Yeah, you just like, threw you just threw gas in the fire. So I'm like, so at one point I've like DM'd that. I'm like, Zach, would you please whatever the hell you're doing? <laughs> you said do not under any circumstances message her. I'm like, yeah, don't worry, this is uh meanwhile, Zach is just fucking throwing kerosene and gas on it. Like, see how much see how much you can make her blood just pop a gasket. So I'm like I'm getting a double barrel action because not only is like I'm trying to come meanwhile, you're just throwing gas in the fire. And yeah, anyways, like loading. She, she goes on like a paragraph response of like why like I shouldn't ask her to retweet it. Fine, she's upset that I asked you to retweet it was rude of me so I, I just I, my response to it was you aren't the only person I asked you aren't special um, you aren't you're, but you are the only one to flip out however funny and then she went on another tyrant which I won't read out and then I just then my response to her was it seems like you're trying to reconcile why things like this happen to you it's because it can be argued that you are a celebrity people have nothing to lose appealing to your potential good nature or if you want to call it charity or free ads advertising never free be it monetized or not but that's another economics lesson. That's what, that's what I told her. Great, great. So, you're, so you're lecturing a porn star. Brilliant yeah. idea. I mean, it's great. Who's already off, her, off the reservation herself, losing her completely. And you're trying to rack, give her like therapy, which is really smart. You know, and it's, like, it's just going to a worse and worse place because every time you poke her and prod her like that, she's DMing me to like going like it's your. She's like, you better get, you better reel your boy in. Like, like wait a minute, like I like, I didn't put him up to this. It had nothing to do with it. You know, and she's to Paul. I didn't do anything wrong. But when the phone, but when your phone's blowing up like that with like 800 DMs, you can't, yeah, it's like, it's like a, you know, the car, it's like a car. You have to, you have to keep looking. You can't stop reading it. 
you know, because it just kept going on and on and on. I'm like, so dude, I, and I even messaged Rona something because I'm friends with him really. And I'm like, dude, because she, she was saying, I'm telling Adam, she's going to tell everybody in the world that we had the audacity to do this and we got to, you know, we had to, you violated her or whatever. That was just a hoot right there. The violation thing, that's hysterical to me. That that whole thing, that whole angle. Well, <laughs> look, who's, look who's, what are you talking about? And I, and I said, you know, I haven't heard anything. Everything's cool. We're cool, whatever. So I, I get, I don't know what, what's going on there, man, because I think she was just going COVID crazy, stir crazy, yeah, being locked yeah, up she in the city. Yeah, like during a pandemic, but. Um, yeah, she's locked. Oh, she's like locked in the city and, and whatever. And I'm, like, I'm, surprised okay, she even, I'm surprised she even read my message to her. And then she's telling me that her, she has all these people that are going through their messages, all her, like her team, yet she's taking the personal time to send me like 64 paragraphs of messages. I'm like, I don't know if you have like a team going through your social media, if you're like, because you have, you're so busy, but yet you have the time to, to like berate me because I asked you to retweet something. So yeah, but she didn't, really, again, really like, weird. Like we're supposed to hit an agent. I mean, like let, let's, let's get a grip here. Okay. About, about talent. Okay. The, 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 what is your talent? Like try to, try to explain to me and define me. If you give me your resume of your talent, Right. I'd, I'd love to. And I, I, let's let's give it let's have a little graphic description of what your talent has been <laughs> until the better part of whatever. You know, how many years? OK, that that ain't a talent, man. <laughs> I got to tell you something. OK, it really, it really isn't. So whatever. So, so, I, so just, just to get off that again, it was definitely one of those things where, like I said, I, I just I, it was one of the most bizarre experiences, man, I've had in fantasy in fantasy baseball. And I, I'm glad it's in the rearview mirror because like, I'm, I'm done with it. But yeah, until, you know, until we until we publish this uh, podcast and then she yeah, when it comes out, we're going to be getting a cease and desist letter from her attorneys. Yeah, who, again, who have nothing better to do because this, obviously yeah. she's a big celebrity. You know, she thinks she's freaking Meryl Streep, you know, all of a sudden. Uh, over there, you know, of the, uh, of the uh, entertainment world at this point, but uh, whatever, you know, but that, that was, our, that was our fun little thing we dealt with. That was one morning, you know, during the whole, you know, you know, that was right, when the, right when the pandemic was starting, that was in March. Yeah. We had, that yeah. was a book in March. So like, and that, but it seemed like yesterday, but it's like, that's been that many, uh, that long ago that this whole thing's, that, that thing hit up, but it was just, just in the morning, waking up first thing in the morning and having the phone just going off nonstop, man. And this whole thing, I'm like, what? I don't even know what's going on. I don't even know what you had done. I was just like, you know, I, I had no idea that about this, this stupid, like, you know, pod bracket. Another thing I'm so glad is done with those damn brackets. I, oh I, yeah. I, Oh my God! Another, another. Again, this is the level of creativity here. These damn, these damn TV show brackets and this bracket and whatever. I'm like, whatever, you know. So I'm glad that's all over too. But just what that was, I, I guess said it. We had nothing. I had no idea what was going on, but but it, it was hysterical, you know. But I got, I have it all. You have it all. <laughs> we'll look back on this in years to come and just get another good laugh. Let people read the whole thing. No, it's been, it, it's fucked up. Um, yeah, let's move on to some. Let's get into the. Um, Meat talk and potatoes. Let's, let's talk, talk some. some let's let's talk, talk some baseball. We only we only we only shot the shit for twenty minutes. So I think um, what's his name that like likes the show but uh, hates our hates our introductions that are too long won't like that. But that's okay. Hey, well, here, uh, here's the thing. Here's the thing. What people have to understand about me, I I I've gone really far in life by not worrying about what people give a shit about. What people think about me. I really don't care. So you know, people you love you hate you whatever. That's great. It's wonderful. You get you get much some some little words of wisdom for those of you that are out there in life. You'll get very far in life if you stop worrying about what other people think of you. You know who cares? Because you know, no matter how good you are, how good you think you are, how good you come off, there's some people who just don't like you. It's the way it goes. I know it's hard to believe when I tell you this, Zach, but there are some people that don't like me. It's shocking, I know, when I tell you that. But that's just the way it is. I believe it when I see it. I know. Go ahead. All right. So let's let's, me, let's let's talk. Um, well, you know what? I think there's another elephant in the room that we got to discuss before we get right into the baseball is the, the, NFB, the other elephant. Yeah, the, the NFBC decision. So the decision to um, keep the draft champions and the cut line, but to scrap all the all the fab leagues. Um, I'm cool with it. Actually, I don't know. Maybe the, maybe this isn't. Maybe this is really not an not a not an issue to talk about. But um, 
but people are making it into one for sure, at least before they just before Greg and um, Tom and Derek decided to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I look, I, I think they, they made a great, I mean, look, you, you know me, I'm, I, I'm the biggest critic at times of things about the NFPC. You know, I can be, I, you know, as a godfather. You were, flip, you were flipping out of her one game, game 163. This is, this is, right. this is uh, 98 games. Yeah, now, now, I, now I got like game, now, now I'm going to be dealing with, talk about that before. Now I'm going to have game 61, 62, 63, 64. This is going to be a complete, <laughs> complete shit show. So any other season I'd be like up in arms, but you know what? I, I'm, I'm embracing the madness because it's going to be that way because there's no way this, this season's going to be over in 60 games. <laughs> you know that. So there's going to be multiple ties and tiebreakers. It's going to be nuts. It's going to be nuts. So that's, a, that's a good point. I never thought about that, but I tend to agree with you. Yeah, it's going to be. There's just no way. If it somehow, it'd be a miracle if that somehow well, this whole season came down to like, okay, we we there, there were no no tiebreakers were needed or no extra games were needed. It's just going to happen. I mean, I'm, I'm cool with it. I wasn't I wasn't expecting that, but I think in in, in my opinion, I think they they got to a good answer. Um, yeah. their, their logic, be, like, well, I'm not going to, I'm just going to say that I'm, I'm surprised that they kept the DCs and they scrapped the rotowire onlines. I thought, I honestly thought it was going to be, if you asked me the reverse, I thought right. they would they'd keep the rotowires because you can actually make moves and change your team and adapt to the changing atmosphere, changing landscape. Um, DCs, your team, you're, you're, you're sort of locked in. And uh, the cut lines, I sort of see their logic now. I, I, I think I said in a previous podcast that like there's the cut lines, they got to scrap, but really you draft your team, you draft good teams are going to win, bad teams are going to lose just because there's no cut line doesn't really change the, like your, the skill level involved. So um, I know you're going to have different, different things happening this year, this year because of COVID, but um, I don't know. I'm good. With, I'm good with the decision. I'm happy. Look, I mean, I, the, it, it, look. Here's the thing, man. We, we, if we, if you're listening to this podcast and you love season-long fantasy baseball, there's only one place to go. You know, I mean, love it or leave it. I mean, there, there's, there's, they, they do a phenomenal job being at PC overall. It's not, a, it's not a perfect thing, but you know, it's, it's the best, basically only the best season-long game in town. It just really is with the best kind of competition and the best people, uh, best players. It's just, it's just a social element. Everything is great. And I put a lot into that every single year. So when this season went, you know, almost up in smoke, man. It was it was devastating to me because I, I put a massive amount of time and energy into this thing, you know, as a as the unofficial marketing and social coordinator for the NFPC all these years, you know, whether it's the parties or the live event drafts and everything else. So I mean, I wanted drafts to happen, and and I put not to mention the fact that if I draft all those DCs I drafted as prep, that's a lot of work, you know, to do those drafts over a lot of hours for a few few months, you know. And when you're drafting fifth, at least when you're drafting 750 players deep. The chance of people being on a more level playing field is 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 good because they you're gonna you're still drafting the majority of the players that are gonna make an impact in the season. You know there'll be there'll be several more. There always is of players that weren't drafted, right? But nobody has those players anyway. So whatever, everybody's in a level playing field. You know it's a lot easier. I understand the fab stuff because when you're just it's a much smaller number of players that are drafted, so you're you may be totally boxed out from the get go, and there's no way of recovering from that. You know uh, with everything, so it's all based on fab. You know, and uh, and you, you could be screwed in how your draft went. So I understand. I'm I had I had one road to wild online championship team, one. Okay, but it happened to be the beat Chris Liz League, which I slaughtered him in with the draft. It was a killer draft. If you went back and looked at it, every single player that I loved, I got that you love that you always talk about it, was on that team. All right, it was it was a great team, and he had a disaster draft, and he got a reprieve because he got wiped out, which is why I'm doing the uh, the beat Chris Liz League. I just jumped into it next time. Is he is he a road to wire guy, Chris Liz? Yeah, he's a Rotowire guy. Yeah. So he, he posted on something on Twitter that he lost um, $125,000 from the season being um, shortened. Was, it, was that in reference to the, these Rotowire online championships? 
Yeah, he's he's talking. He's, he's he's he talks out of his ass like he thinks like he was he, he had the money in the bank like he was gonna make money the hundred win the hundred twenty five thousand dollar prize. Oh, oh, okay. He's I drafted, mis- so okay. That's I mis- I misinterpreted that because I thought that he um, had a stake in the NFBC because they sponsored the, those online championships. No, no, no. That's just him talking out of his ass. What he likes to do, if like you know. Oh, okay. That, I'm all, okay, I get it. I get he, it. He likes to spend the money before he wins it. He talks it up like he already won the competition or whatever. But truthfully, his team sucked. Right. Yeah, I, I, I had um, four Rotowire uh, online championship teams that I drafted that were refunded, uh, which are okay. Um, but I, some of the teams I really liked, I did really like. Um, I got a lot of guys that ended up being a, ended up being good value based on a shortened season. Um, yeah. I did the one uh, saving grace is I did get my one Severino share wiped out, which was nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, maybe my other, and I had one Mancini share that I had in that. Uh, Maybe I don't know, but so it's okay. Yeah, so, but like I said, you, 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 like I was saying before, if you want the if you want the NFBC to exist in the future, and I put a Twitter a tweet out about this, and I said I think everybody should go out there and support the NFBC this year. Take a team in the main event because it's only it's only twelve hundred bucks this year as opposed to seventeen hundred number one. Okay, so it's cheaper. So you can't the money issue is not as much. Right. First of all, share a team with somebody and just get in and take a team to support Greg and Tom, support the NFBC, because if you want the season long game to be around next year, the years to come, you can't have no revenue. And if they refund it and they already refunded like three million dollars and in one in one fell swoop for all these drafts, if they if they, if they refunded 12,000 draft champion teams, too, it would have been it would have been a debacle. You know, so I, I think sure. that what they did is a happy medium. You know, this is a business too. They got to make money. They got to stay in business and stuff like that. So does the three million include the main events that were refunded? Yeah, all that stuff. Well, they they all know that they know that money is getting pumped back in. So the three million dollar um, loss in revenue is not really three million when when it's no, I mean, it'll, no. Some of it's going to come back to them, but you know, when you're when you're they probably you know, lost a million two, I'd say when it's all said and done. Because yeah, well, you gotta a lot of people are going to pump this back into football too. So I'd say like, I'd say a million too, which is not not small, but I, I'd, that's where I measure their their final loss, and that's a complete guess. That, that's 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 how you came to calculation. It's a complete guess, All right? But I, gotta, I, work, I, I work with numbers. I got a feel for yeah, these things. So I'd say one point two is that there is one point two. Well, we'll check there, in with is them. Is their net like um, I guess um, economic loss, like the economic loss? Yeah, like were they, like they're the difference between what they would have made if nothing happened and what they're making now. Well, one of the other things I also said in, in, about this all too, but I also put out there as a follow-up tweet is that I think everybody in the industry listening to the show and your, your colleagues that are in the, the uh, podcasting industry or the, the analysts in the industry, you know, if they all, you know, acknowledge this has been a complete near, near disaster, they should all step to the plate and this is a year to get in and take a team. You know, there's no reason why you shouldn't be able to take a team and scrape the money together. And I know, I don't understand, man, if you cannot put together 1200 bucks to do one main draft, that's it. Say this. <laughs> I, I, I don't understand, man. It's like, you, you really should consider a career change. Cause if you, if you're depending upon whatever money you're getting paid to pay your bills and you can't pay 1200 bucks to, to participate in a, in a, in a draft in your own industry, that's say a problem. Say this to a garbage man. Like, hey, dude, how about a fucking career change? You can't even get twelve hundred bucks to play in a fake. A garbage game. man, a garbage man who basically who can't spend, you know, twelve hundred dollars. I am. I am a garbage man. I'm in waste management, so you're, you're in waste I, management. I, I, I'm using myself as an example. You bury the bodies. That's but yeah. you get a lot. There's a lot of mob money involved when you do Canadian mob money involved in what you do. If there is such a thing, right? That's waste. Oh, that, that's that's a euphemism. And you understand when you say when you say waste management to a guy from Jersey, that just means it's a euphemism for you know an Italian you know, mob based industry where you're burying bodies in like, you know, in 
landfills and things like that. You understand that? Yeah, I get it. Get it, get it. So, so when you said that, that's what I'm saying is, but I'm, I'm just telling you, but if you're going to be in the industry, a garbage man is not in the baseball industry. Okay. He, that, that's something he would use as, ironically would be called disposable income, no pun intended. <laughs> he was going to go into, into, into doing this whole thing. These people are in the industry as of you, you, it would behoove you. Hopefully, number one, you should make enough money. I mean, you're not just doing this. Hopefully it's your full-time career because if you are, they should be paying you more money. Number one, if you can't afford 1200 bucks, which is the equivalent of like what, hundred dollars a month for one draft to put toward the whole thing in, in, when the big competition rolls around. So if you're, you know, if you're writing for this kind of stuff, you should be at least afford one draft, you know, over the course of a year to make be a presence for all the stuff you talk about. So, I mean, come on, especially now this year, more than ever, you know, support it, go in, go in with somebody, 600 bucks a piece, something like that. And, and support, support this industry because it's the industry you work in and you want this industry to be around. I think it's definitely worth it for you guys. It gives you something to write about. I mean, look at the people. Don't you wish the people at the, I was talking about the athletic off the air. How many great people got laid off at the athletic who may be listening to this right now? You know, who are no longer working there because there was no, you know, baseball season. You know, there was no, you know, there was no fantasy, no other sports going on to write about this point so they no no new memberships coming in guess what no no money to pay salaries you're gone they ask them if they wish baseball was going on and all the other sports were going on without a hitch they'd all they'd all love that because they don't have their jobs still right so that's just my position on the whole thing so i think people who are listening to this should get out there and play and participate and make the best of the shit show this year that's what i think Racing and, savvy. and we're gonna yeah, i think you're gonna try and convince me later but you should be doing this. Look, you were you had lost the competition to me in terms of the the '80s trivia thing. You were owed to come down. You were going to come down to New York. You were going to participate. You should at least do an online one. Now I got, I have to win another 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 trivia contest against you. Yeah, you do. Yeah, Join one do. main event league. I mean, come on, bro. Is you like if well you didn't, but if you had played in any of those Royal Rotowire online championships, you'd already lost to me. But guess what? Those leagues got refunded, just like our just like our competition. We got, we got, I made a decision. I made the best decision for everyone, and I refunded our our contest of you trying to get me into the main event. <laughs> that, that, that's what re- you didn't refund me. I didn't make any money off that. That was just you. You just you're just backing out. You're. I'm refunding. Money. No, my, there's no money involved between me and you, but I'm refunding the transaction. The, yeah, the, 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 that, the, that's the, refunded. Like so, in, in summary, the Rotowire online's um, any of the auction the online auctions and our mine and Mike DeMelt's competition to get me to um, do a main event. All those games are refunded. The only so now we're that, supposed to do another one so to, 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 to justify you trying to join a main event this year. Yeah, we're going to re-up tonight um, re-up. after we get into this baseball. Okay, so you're, okay. Good, you're good with um, – you've been really good um, uh, on your avoids. Um, every time you've talked about someone to avoid, um, you've, you've, you've been very, you've been very um, accurate. Dead on. Dead so on. You, do you have any new avoids this year? Okay. Um, after after this whole thing? after all this shit, yeah. Okay. So you, what, what, so the guy and you the guy you you te- you DM me. You asked me why did you ask me about Sano? You asked me about Miss. Well, Miguel why? Because um, well, the reason is because I have a lot of shares of him, so I'm I'm, I'm concerned about him. He's like, well, you dodged a huge bullet with him. You must have been, you must have been relieved when you hear that news that he got well legal thing. That's what I don't know. I don't know if I dodged a bullet because I also read something on ESPN that was published five days ago that said that they're still investigating in the Dominican. Okay, Although, so like, here, the, the charges have been dropped, but you're okay, still, they're still, I'm, I'm, still I'm going I'm I'm to give, give you my prediction on Miguel Sano for this year. Okay? Because he, I, he, uh, him, Granke, Nelson Cruz, Judge, Stanton, Paxton, Kershaw, all these guys are industry darlings. These guys, they every and I just looked at your draft. Look, I look at the industry guys in the draft year right now, and they're all drafting these guys because every industry guy loves these players to one degree or another. 
You're looking at the the, the the second chance draft champions. Is it, is yeah, it, I, I don't I don't have you, your board up there. I don't. Uh, I got. I had Intel. Someone gave me the board so far to see what you're doing right now uh, in okay. that draft. I don't have the whole board up. It's not. Oh yeah, it's kind of far. I'm in two drafts right now. I'm in. Um, yeah, I mean that one I'm doing, and we had to we had to redraft our battle of the podcast draft because um, it got deleted by accident. Oh, oh. <laughs> you should have let that one die, bro. I know. Well, no I, one well, cares. That, man. that was actually that was actually my worst. That was my worst team. Like, thank it, God! Thank God! I didn't get sucked into that. You're trying like you were trying to Shanghai me. And yeah, yes, yeah, so. we got we had one person drop off um, because we had obviously like, didn't want to do it anymore. So guess who I got to replace him? He's not a podcaster, Ooh. but uh, Win Oker. <laughs> <laughs> what are you laughing about? I, I didn't want. I didn't want him to. He's good. He's. He, I, I, he's, he's great. Yeah. He's good. He's go. I'm like. I don't know if I want to bring him in because he's a good player. I've been drafting with him a lot. But right, exactly. Because he said so he 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 laughed when you invited him. He was just laughing because he just knows he's gonna smoke you most of you guys. That's probably why. Is there any well, money involved in that one or no? It's, yeah, it's hundred. Um, yeah, it's it's yeah, it's triple digits. Yeah, because he's so he's just so easy money. That's why he that's why he, he pounced on it when he saw that the lineup that's in that league. But um, but <laughs> no, anyway, they, no, there's good. I think the, I think the lineups are really fantastic. I think they're like it was one of my most challenging drafts that I that I've done so far. You got, right, you got jo- Johnny L. You got um, I don't know. I'm not gonna start just picking. You know, you, there, there, there's no re- there's no reason to call out these people's names, man. To give them a shout out, there there really isn't. Really. I'm not trying to give him a shout. I'm just saying he's a good player. I'm giving you, I'm giving you an example okay. of a good player. The guy's done like 20 drop champions. Doesn't mean, I guess that doesn't mean that he's good. I'm just saying that he's an example of a, of a tough player in this, in this league. Right. So you asked me about some, let's, let's get into some players, right? You okay. said about whatever. I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to tell you my predictions right now about certain, I already gave you my, my, the guys I gave you already still stand and every one of them, whether it's because they will, you know, because they have COVID and coming back in the, into the season and they're high risk with like a Carrasco kind of thing or, or whatever. And all the guys that told you, I mean, judge, I, I can't believe the draft you're in right now. I see someone drafting judge and Stanton, like a, Let's see. back I'm, to back, I'm you know, the same team. Now. It was a, it, you know, I, I don't know who that guy is, but I don't know what the hell you're thinking. I'm trying, I'm trying to look for it. Like all yeah, of a sudden, yeah, back to back. That was early. Yeah. All, all, or an early, like sixth, fifth, sixth round. I mean, five, it's like round five or round six. Okay, he's standing in round five. I guess that's standard now because he's apparently healthy. I still wouldn't touch apparently, him. Yeah. I, I still wouldn't touch him in round five. Yeah, Judge, judge may swing a bat this week or something like they were saying, you know, and I guess that two words, I said it before, collapsed lung. The guy's, this is guy, this guy, you think all this time being sedentary and not being able to work, you know, not being able to train or be baseball rep speed, he's going to step on a field and be okay. I, I, how, I long, how long did the collapsed lung sideline David Dahl for? That was like a year. Yeah, all I'm going to tell you is I, I, I'd be amazed if Judge and Stanton make it through the first four weeks of the season unscathed. I'll be, I'll be shocked if that's the case. So those are my no touch with 10 foot pole list. You know, whatever. Well, and all of a sudden, players. I know that those. Well, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Doing. I'm gonna. T- I, I'm telling you. I'm gonna tell you. You know that that Sano will be a monumental bust this year. A monumental bust. I will guarantee you he will be a monumental bust. Because I, 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 when you I have a sense have, about you players, have some shares of him too. No, I have one share of my Miguel Sano. Okay. One. So I one in one draft Champions League. You know whatever. But I can tell you this: is, he's on the everybody's man. Everybody's on the so between all the stuff that's just gone on with him right now, coming out of that, right? And he, that, that, that definitely something's going on right there. Then he's going to come play and he's already got holes in his game, massive holes in his game already, already right? That they that easily could go either way. And right? he's an injury risk. And he's an injury risk to start off with as well. And, and, you're, and you're going to invest that pick in a short season like that, man, because you, you cannot play around in this season. The margin of error with, with these players, I, don't, I am not going to be taking these crazy ass risks, some of these players, even more so in this league right now. 
even more so. So he's one I will predict. I will predict that he's going to make a lot of people miserable and unhappy by his performance. And he, this is, he's the kind of guy that get hit under two hundred. He could. I was more asking you about uh, not on not his baseball performance, but just actually his like um, the fact that he went on a kidnapping spree. Apparently, yeah, the kidnap. Yeah, yeah. Let, let's throw a little little the little little hook there about the the you know whatever you know when you put kidnapping in the same you know you know like it's like you put pedophilia in the same sentence with a player. He's like a no draft. You put kidnapping. Well, he's, he's like uh, one step down. Okay, from some you know he's he's on a, he, on a good he, track. He didn't kidnap a child. I think he kidnapped an adult. I'm not talking about that. I'm, talking, I'm using the example of another yeah. player. Okay, so you that, that's now gone who shall be nameless. But this dude, you know, when you have a kidnapping investigate, this is not a good way to go into the season, man, to start off, especially a short season, man, especially a short season. Hey, but, so, you know, there's, there's something dawned on me. Um, Felipe Vasquez, right? Um, shall make shall remain nameless, right? Hmm. No, no, no longer. Go ahead. He, I'm, I'm just realizing that like, a couple years back, he changed his name, remember? Yeah. Isn't that a red flag? Like when you're changing your name, you're probably trying to like run away yeah, from something. Uh, it wasn't, it wasn't uh, Mike Stanton. Now uh, at one time it was not, now it's Giancarlo. What does yes. it tell you? Any, anytime you change your name, it, it, your, 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 your player sucks. Okay. BJ Upton was fine. Okay. Until it became, <laughs> until it became Melvin Upton Jr. Right. Right. The, the death knell. Okay. So whenever you start changing your freaking name and I, I'm sure you go, go research some other players name changing. Okay. It's a death knell of a player. So there you go. <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah. What you're saying is making a lot of sense. So, what, do you think he's actually going to be like? Um, like, do you think they're going to put him on the restricted list? So no, I I can't predict that. But I, I, don't, I, I can't predict it either. I'm just saying. But what, I, what, I just what, don't. What, I don't. That's want my to. fear. I I still I've, I've managed the risk in terms of drafting him on my teams. I, I I accept the risk of his performance, but now the the risk of putting him going on the restricted list. That's what I'm sort of uh, yeah, man. worried about. Look at this, bro. You you got a guy with an an oblique or you know or a a a grade two or better hand. You're talking season-ending injury potentially, right? With a bad oblique and a bad whatever, you know they they could not come back. They could be there's there'd be you have to drop them. There's no meaning there. There's no way you're going to recover from those. Let me take a bunch of those players right now, right? So like I said, I'm not I'm not a fan anymore. I wasn't a huge fan before. I could see why I would think about him the right place. I would take him, but now he's he's going on the MTM. Avoid list. So um, you said you don't you don't want to take any big risks in this draft, especially early on. Are you now regretting taking a Bo Bichette in like the third no, round before? Not at all. I think before Bichette. before Xander Bogarts and before um, Ketel Marte and I, I have and no other names that I that I said we were talk. I was talking to someone on the podcast and I called you out on that. Um, and I'll do it right to you, but I'm saying that that's. Um, I said that's drafting with morons or drafting with idiots right there, taking Bichette before those like solid, solid guys that are sometimes like second rounders. Like, so who are the two guys that you're saying well, the two, two taking Bichette like, ahead of who? Okay. Bogarts and Ketel Marte. Okay. Ketel Marte is going in the second round now. Well, that's great for Ketel Marte. And, I, and, and is, is there, is there a chance or is there a good chance given his pedigree and Bichette's skills that he could go in the second round next year? Oh, for sure. Okay, fine. So they, 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 they could, they could, he could easily justify a pick in the third or fourth round, or fourth round probably, where, where Bichette's going, okay? A late third and fourth round. Especially, you know, I, I love the young guys now more than ever in a shortened season, okay? Guys that are young, guys that are most likely to get hurt, less likely to get sick, you know, better immune systems, you know? It I, I rather, if, I, if they get tested, it doesn't matter that they're going to recover well. If they get tested, they need to, they're going to be sitting out until they get uh, two, two negative tests now, I just saw. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you, if you, if you, if Mike Trout gets sick with COVID, he's not coming back until he has two negative tests. Which is yeah, if Mike's sick, gets Trout. Missing, gets sick you're, 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 you're basically, if you get COVID, you're fucked. 
Yeah, if my track is over COVID, his season's done with the baby coming, man, and everything else. So you you can forget that one. He's, he's well, anyone, done. anyone, you're losing, you're losing a you're losing a month basically. Like yeah, potentially yeah, but that's what happened. Yeah, but then you know, then there's ways about you know fudging tests and working around things like that too and whatever. But uh, I I I'd rather put my hitch my hitch my uh, you know wagon to the younger guys now than more than the old guys too. You think Nelson Cruz? Here's another one. Okay, look, are his metrics through the freaking roof? Okay. And, and hard hit in contact and like uh, line drive. I mean, all those different power. They're, they're in the eight and nine with a crazy percentiles, right? Power rate, all yeah. these things. He's ageless, yeah. okay? But who knows if the drugs are going to stop working this year? He's also 40 years old, okay? You want a 40-year-old guy, high risk kind of like guy like that? And again, every, could this, you know, everybody says, you know, this, what year, one year is it going to happen? This is the prime year for that happening. Of all years, he's the guy, another guy you can see disappointing the hell out of people. Yeah, I don't have. Any, I, I don't. I'm off him. Um, I think he's. I think his. Uh, I think he's just going too early. People think he's going too late. Like he's some sort of uh, cheat code in this in these drafts. I don't think so. And, and, and industry darling guy could be. But do you think really he's going to be? And he's again and also in, also an injury risk. He missed time last year as well, right? So yeah, it's it's very possible the guy misses half a season. Maybe hits 15 homers and you know and that'd be a lot in this particular 12 homers, whatever he's going to hit, you know, and whatever. So, I mean, I, again, I, I, I'm not messing around with the 40 year old guys. They're, they're, you, you think rich, another industry darling, rich Hill, you think rich Hill is going to make it through this season for any significant period of time. You know, he's already got issues. It is already the season. Is, the season itself is not a significant period of time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, you know, so there's, so, there's no way there's no did way. You, of, did you see the, did you see the draft board? You see, I got Bobachette in the fourth round. Yeah, I saw that. I saw you up a shot. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So just, just just checking. It's fine, there, man. Fine. Yeah. Great for you. Good for you. I'm glad you listened to me. Glad you glad you're wising up. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm listen, I listened to you taking Bush in the fourth yeah, round. Yeah. Glad you're wising up. Well, we, we, I was okay. talking to. Um, I think I was talking to um, when Oker he came on the on the show, and I think um, I, I, I'm sorry, sorry to him if this that wasn't him, but I, because he was the last one on the show, I think, but. Um, he was saying that he'd be surprised if Bichette makes it out of the third round by the time that um, draft season. Like, yeah, I, I think that that'd be the case. I know, I know a lot of people that love him and they're on him. And it's a matter yeah. where you where your draft position ends up, whether you're going to get him or not. So, but uh, I mean, and look, another another guy this year that I, I think this is this, the bane season for him that's going to put him down is Granky, right? And again, everybody, all the industry guys love Granky. You know, he throws 52 miles an hour. He's just playing around. He's just tuning up and everything else like that. This is another Granky. Historically, you've seen him blow up. Right early on, then he then he catches up over time. You can't have blow up starts this year like that. Okay, you can't see an eight run start early in the season, whatever nine runs, a couple of those. You're you're toast with a guy like I'll that. I'll give right? you one because I'm looking at that guy. This guy like in this most recent draft that we're looking at the, the board that you have. The same person has Granky and Cruz, um, and he also has another guy that I think is going to be a bust. Is David Price? Yeah, again, another. And again, you're hitting all the industry faves, man. I don't, I don't even know if Price is an industry, industry phrase. I think he's, I think he's going to be hurt. Uh, yeah. I, look, I, I just, like I said, these are kind of guys that are on the margins, man. They have, and Granky got no margin for the way he pitches it is already. Right. So I, I'm not telling you, I, I'm not playing around with these dudes. Just not going to do it. And, I, and I'm, I'm probably going to be right. Like I've been so far, like 90% of the time. Right. And you can know, people can come back to me and say, Oh, I proved you wrong. It was one guy. Okay. But so far, you know, with, even before the season started, before this whole shit at the fan with with, with with the spring training, I've been dead on with all these players. So you know, I'm I'm giving you some insights of people that I will just not be messing around with. Paxton's another James Paxton. Okay, great. This guy is healthy now, right? And I believe me, I got him in the in the contract league. I hope for nothing in the reserve rounds. I'm hope he pitches great, you know, whatever. 
But here's another guy that, you know, highly, highly injured, you know, always got a lot of skills. This guy's great. Okay. But all of a sudden, because he had this, he's rested now, he's going to come back and there's not going to be any issues with Paxson and he's going to go in the sixth round now, you know, for whatever it is. I mean, that's what I've seen people picking him that early. Again, I don't know, man. <laughs> do I want to hit? Do I want to hitch myself to Paxton? Have him be my number two? I'm not sure about that. You know, yeah. and that's what the people are drafting him at. So these are the, these are some players. And here's another one that it's an unpopular position because everybody, everybody's going to throw, you know, scream at the scream at their car radio right now, or scream at their device with listening to me on. And car radio. I, car radio. Their car, car radio. Ra- wait. <laughs> their XM radio. If they listen to car, they're, listening, they're not listening to the okay. podcast on the radio. Okay. They're not putting it through the USB and they're listening to it, okay. right? Okay. I'm not talking about the push button AM FM radio. I'm talking about the car. Listen to the listen to the podcast on the, in their car. Okay, yeah. sometimes through their car. Okay, but and again, I'm not saying I wouldn't draft this guy in the right situation. But again, how many people are in love? Okay, and treating him in that as a number one Kershaw, right? So yeah. it's not like he was on the upswing. Okay, he did he have a solid year last year? Sure, he did, man. It was great to see them. You know, whatever. But it's, it's still another down year from where he was before the year before, right? The trend is he's not going to get better, right? He's only, got, he's only going to go down a little bit. He's only got to refine his game and be on his game. It's like Bumgarner, same kind of thing. These guys got to be like spot on and everything else. And look, is Kershaw a great pitcher? Is he in a great park on a great team? Sure he is, okay? Am I going to make him my ace? Am I going to say like he's the guy that's going to carry me to a victory? I don't know, man. I, I don't see myself doing that. But, but the industry guys and everybody talks to Kershaw, Kershaw's great. I love Kershaw. All right, well, we hope that works out for you. And I, I, I don't know, depending upon where I'm drafting, depending upon the situation, I don't know about it. if I get in a box at a certain player, I don't, I don't want to be depending upon Kershaw at this stage of his career in a season like this. Maybe you do, but I don't. No, I don't have any, share, I don't have any shares of Kershaw this year, zero. Um, I'm, not, I'm not sure he's even going to – like I thought there was talk of him not even playing. Yeah, he'll play. That's another thing, people. I, I you know, it, it's like I put that out on Twitter too. It's like I'm, I'm waiting. He's for not, yeah, he's not going to give up that much money. Yeah, I, he's not, bro. These these guys, the people that aren't going to play, man. I, like, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to hear certain play. Everybody, everybody who's not playing, I've been happy to hear they're not playing because all, all it's doing is getting this junk off my my draft sheets and opening up opening up availability for other players who I want to draft that I liked before. Like Why, well, I'm, not, I'm not happy about it because everyone, I wanted people to actually draft those guys. Like I wanted, like I, I wanted people to draft Ian Desmond. Not, I was just going to say Ian Desmond. People in the NFPC, dude, in, in, the, in the higher end of it, know what they're, doing. they're not drafting Ian Desmond, bro. They're not, okay? You're not going to get Sam Hilliard any easier this year because Ian Desmond, you know, was off the, or, or was playing still, okay? Everybody's going to take Hilliard way ahead of Desmond. You're not going to get any breaks on that because Desmond's not playing. Because they're not, they're not idiots drafting with idiots for the most part, and most leagues you're going to be in. Right. Just so you know. I think I did have a share of Desmond, but it was a, it was on a, it was on a Hilliard team as like uh, in the pick 500 or something. Yeah, exactly. So you know, we were, we're all going to lose sleep over Joe Ross and Ryan Zimmerman not playing and whatever else. Like, who the hell gives a shit? Right. Yeah. Seriously. Mike, Mike Leak. Mike Leak. Oh man, that that great. It only helps you know, over there too. No one. These are not players that are going to we're going to make or break someone's season. Oh, I wish I was going to. I want. I was really targeting him. Come on, they're not going to. You're not going to see players like that of any significance opting out. You think Mike Trout? People are talking. Oh, Mike Trout might opt out because his wife. You are you kidding me? <laughs> no, he's not. There's no. These people are gamers. They want to play and they want to get paid. They're not. They're not. They're not taking. They are not sitting out the season. Have you seen the numbers of COVID cases in the United States? wherever they're playing is going to be a hundred times more safe than being in the general population, wherever you are. 
Of course, they're, 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 first of all, they're young. They're not in a high-risk population. They're going to be in a controlled environment. They're going to be like given the best of all things. It's, they're really they're not like out in the middle of the in, in you know in mass groups of people. They're going to be they're going to be fine. They, they, they really will. I said if people can we can survive you know the swine flu pandemic with no restrictions, which was horrific. You know, people don't realize how bad it was in this in this country, and I, I got I got lacerated for that one because I I happen to quote the worldwide statistics. This is the thing that drives me crazy about the COVID. Now it's a competition to prove everybody wrong. Like, oh, you're you're getting the death toll wrong and everything else like that. It, it it drives me crazy when people quote death toll numbers like it's a scoreboard. Like we're winning. What are we winning here? Like, what are you proving that more people are dying of this whole thing? Do you do you think? I mean, the last bad flu season in the, in the United States, eighty thousand people died. Okay. And that's with a supposed cure and a supposed shot that we had and everything. Oh, and the minute you bring up flu, God forbid, because the morons on the you know, on the right that are trying to justify, you know, the whole COVID situation and whatever, like, you know, the Trump people are saying, you, you're, you're, you're just one of them. No, that's not what I'm trying to be. I'm not trying to say it's the same exact disease or, or anything of the sort. But ask the 80,000 people that died in this country, that, that, if it mattered, that, that it wasn't COVID, but it was the flu that we supposedly had a cure for and we were supposedly safe from. It's a false sense of security. It's BS. Okay. It's it's major hypocrisy. That's what drives me crazy about this whole thing. Not that it's not legitimate, or that needs something needs to be done about it. It's how the whole pandemic response went, which is pure idiocy and moronic. You know, and the way the whole healthcare system is in this country, which is a shit show. Which I've researched for years, and I know more about anybody else out there that, that that's on Twitter tries to come at me about stuff. I'm not. I'm not going to argue with these people anymore because they don't know what the hell they're talking about. The reason why the, the reason why we're in this shape, okay, is not because we haven't figured out a vaccine yet, we're not wearing enough fucking masks, or whatever it may be. That's not the reason why we're in this condition, okay. And I'm not and I'm not gonna try to make people understand why, but I'm gonna do. But the hypocrisy drives me nuts about the whole damn thing because if people were that concerned about everybody else's health, you know, we'd have we'd, we'd be talking about prevention. Whatever happened to the old expression, an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. Remember that that old expression? Does anybody live that way? Does anybody lead their life that way? And they, 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 they neglect their health. They don't take care of themselves. We have, a, we have a shit system based on disease care, not health care. It's a horrible health care. You know, we have no health care coverage for people, et cetera, et cetera. No preventive measures in place. And then we get hit with something. Everybody was, oh, please save me. Okay. And oh, 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 please, someone else do something for me by protecting me. Okay. That's the ultimate you know, just people just like sack, giving away the, you know, you have your, you, you have the ability to take care of yourself and be well if you wanted to do and, 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 and live a healthy lifestyle and, and not have this shit happen to you. Okay. We have the ability to have a, a society that's based on that, but we don't give a shit because this is how Americans operate and how Americans think they're the sickest, we're the sickest nation of all industrialized nations in the world. People forget about that. We make it sound like we were so healthy beforehand, before this shit hit the fan. We are not. We are the worst. I know the statistics. Go look them up. About about everything, I can quote them all about how many how, how many doctors and how many hospitals. We have more people in in hospitals than any other pe- people country in the world, on a regular consistent basis. Okay, you know, so we and I can go on and on with the statistics. Okay, and yet we're the sickest nation in the entire world of all industrialized nations. What does that tell you about our healthcare system? And you want you want me to worry about COVID nineteen? Dude, this is just one in the long line of things that are going to keep coming. And and the solution is let's just shut down the entire new country. That'll, that'll prevent everything in the future. That's not the way we're going to prevent this in the future or get people well or keep people well or whatever. We're just not going to. And I, and, I, and I could just do a whole podcast on that, and it would be fascinating. But you know what? I'm going to get trash because there's people on there going, oh, he, he's like, yeah, he thinks we should all just throw caution to the wind, and this is not real, and it's fake. I'm not saying it's not. I'm not saying that at all. That's not what I'm saying. 
I'm just saying the whole way this whole thing is handled and the hypocrisy of the whole thing is just idiocy. You know, that I have to, that we, every individual, we have to be responsible for everybody else's health. You know, let's start off being responsible for your own damn health for starters, and we might be in a better situation than we are right now because we're not. That's what we're not, now we're not, and we're all wondering what happened, right? Like it's a big mystery that we came with. And, and what's going to happen a year from now? You, I, I, I will call it on this show. I, I will predict it, okay? A year from now, when we've not learned any lessons because that's how we are in America, probably I don't know how, how bad it is in Canada, you know, we go back to our life the way we used to know it pretty much as things die down, this thing passes, and, 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 and all the research and the facts, okay, and the science catch up with the hysteria and the fear, and we all have a false insecurity because we have vaccines now and drugs now. We're all safe now, quote unquote safe, okay? And it's just, we'll have our acceptable losses now, right? It'll be every year, well, you know, flu season comes, COVID season comes. Oh, we only had, we only had 50,000 people die this year. No big deal. Those are acceptable losses, okay? We, we, that's what's going to be. It's going to be just like that, right? And we're going to move on and it's going to be on to something else, right? And we're going to all, all the lessons we learned. We're not going to learn the lessons. We know we don't. We never, history repeats itself and it's going to repeat itself again. So hate to bring, hate to break the news to you unless there's a paradigm shift about how people take care of themselves and their health overall. And, and we have a and the whole medical system in this country and the whole healthcare system in, in this country changes, which it's not going to, because you know why? It's run by the pharmaceutical industry. It's run by the insurance company. It's run by greed. Okay, that's why people are sick in this country, and that's why we're screwed. And, and put it on top of that, we have morons in charge of this government and in charge of everything. We handling it all. It's a it's a triple whammy. And uh, end of my soapbox rant because that's the situation. And I and as a result of this crap, I get no baseball. I don't get 162 162 games of my fantasy baseball season on top of everything else. I can't go to a goddamn gym. That's 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 the crazy thing is right. We this this is America for you. Okay? You can go to a liquor store because they can't close liquor stores. God forbid in the pandemic, you close a liquor store, you'd have mass hysteria right? in America. Can't, can't close a gun they shop. They didn't close the liquor stores here either, ever. No, no, gun, no liquor store. The gun shops are all open in America. We have all the guns because you need guns and ammo during a pandemic because you don't have your guns and ammo. You know, uh, you're, you're screwed, so you have to keep the guns and ammo stores open. That's a must. You need that, you need that shit, yeah, for sure. That's a, that's a plus. I mean, all the pot shops never closed. All the pot shops where it's legal, all the pot shops are open because you got to get your pot you know, in this country. Okay, but a, but a health club where, where you where you go to do what? Stay healthy, you know, stay in shape and take care. Oh, can't have a health club because you go to a health club, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna spread everything. Everybody's gonna get disease and everything else like that. You know, any more than when you go into a supermarket, right? And you're all on top of people buying. Clothes. It's hypocrisy, bro. Yeah, it's inconsistent. You're right. It's and inconsistency and it's stupidity, man. That's the problem. So and don't don't draft Kershaw, right? Is that what we're trying to get at? Exactly. And my moral of the story is <laughs> what I was trying to say. <laughs> don't draft do Kershaw. Draft Costco. <laughs> perfect. You know, perfect like that. You know, so so here, so just be ready for the torrent of hate mail and hate tweets that are going to come off the show after what I just said. Okay, yeah. and I will debate. I will debate anybody on the whole damn thing any damn time. But I, but I am not saying like Tell some me, people. When, when and where? Yeah, you know, anytime, bro. When you know, and where? I, like the players. On this podcast, bring them on the podcast. You know, I want. I want all these people that are whining and crying and bitching and living in fear. You know, secluded in their houses because God forbid they step outside, they're gonna die. That, look, I, I, I have personal people in the family, man, friends and family that this is hit, and it's and it's tragic. Okay, it's like people in nursing homes dropping like flies in this country. Okay, that's the most tragic thing. These people are in a controlled environment. Of all people, they, they are the highest. You should know better. There's no reason people should be dying there because you can control this environment. They're at your mercy. And, they, and you just, they're all just like sitting there dying. Okay, this goes to show you how screwed up things are, man. You know, and it's a shame. So it, it is a shame that people are dying by the tens of no hundreds of thousands. Uh, you're lacking a consistent message, I think, everywhere. 
And well, I, did, yeah. I, did take your, I did take your request literally, and I did ask um, Draft Cheat to come on the show. Yeah. Yeah, I did too. I asked him. He's 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 ignoring, he's ignoring me now. He's too. He's he's another one. He's gonna he's gonna go off on us. You know, asking for he's gonna be a, he's gonna be a Lisa Ann response. He's gonna go off tomorrow on a whole big tirade oh, about he how just we, didn't, he didn't respond to me. Yeah, he's gonna be going on a whole tirade about like how we uh, we had the audacity to ask. We should have asked his agent about uh, <laughs> about having him come having him come on. So I'm still trying to figure out who that guy is and how he got forty thousand people. <laughs> uh, I I don't get it. I just I'm trying to figure out what I'm what, what's the attraction there and everything else. But hey. More power to you. It's like 40,000 40, is a lot of followers for that guy. Yeah, it is, dude. It is. But you know, but people. Not as like, a, no, no, I, I, that came out right. Not for like that. 40,000 is a lot for anyone. 40,000 right. is a lot. Right. That's people like me should have 40,000 followers. They'd be a lot better off. Exactly. If they had my wisdom and my insights or the same person, but you know, same, same people, all right, for the, the people are in the society are attracted to insanity, they're attracted to craziness. They love all the cons more, the conspiracy theories now that are running rampant and everything else like that. People love that crap. Okay, love it. All right. So, do you, like like I said, Kershaw, um, I thought he might opt out. But you're saying no. Do you think anyone? Do you have a feeling on anyone else opting out? No, I I really do. I really don't. I I even looked at the player pool, and I, I and look, I, I people are gonna you're gonna ask me different things about draft strategy. My draft strategy is not gonna change dramatically. I, I can tell you because if you try to get cute and try to figure out what's gonna happen with the season, you're gonna screw yourself. Okay. Oh, you got to load up on more central AL, you know, more central players in the AL, NL, and everything else. That could easily blow up on you, man. Hey, what, huh. what if the whole season, what if the whole division goes into a slump and they're, you know, these people, they're, you know, the, the team starts off bad or who knows what the hell's going to happen? There's no way. You're just guessing. It looks good on paper. You know, all the stuff looks great on paper until the season actually starts, right? The best thing is if you, if you believe in your draft style and your strategies and your players, go after those players. Hasn't changed. Unless, of course, they're obviously injured, you know, and they're not going to play. Or if they tell you they're not playing or they got COVID. Well, that's I, happening. I, you're seeing um, in the draft board that you saw, Clevenger went in the first round. Yeah, I saw that. And right. then, well, Bieber didn't actually go till much later. But, um, yeah, like I think people, people yeah, look, are – you, you, you there's going to be a yeah. tax on those Indians. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, uh, that's, uh, is, that a, is that a racist comment you try to slip in there? A little, little, little veiled racist comment? Oh, actually I actually didn't even really? – uh, good pick You watch out. You better watch out. You know, Jack, you might get attacked for that too. <laughs> but, um, you know, but, yeah. but, but, but it, 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 you, <laughs> it's, you, it's you, funny. I didn't even realize that. Yeah, right. Yeah. So next thing you're going to do is going to be talking about selling whiskey and guns to the Indians as well, right? Yeah, <laughs> that'll be your next thing. So um, – but anyway, but this is but this is the thing I'm talking about. People are going to get cute, and they're going to and, and they're going to screw themselves out of the whole thing, you know. And and that's what you can't do. That you got to you draft your best team, you know, with your players that you believe in, that you've done your research on. As long as they're playing, as long as they're not going in injured, as long as you know they had a role and whatever. But if you start trying to get all these different cute ways, oh, I'm going to draft. And I heard people thought, oh, I want to draft all of Minnesota Twins that can possibly go ahead. Be my guest. Draft the whole full team full of Minnesota Twins. You know, and you better pray to God that they, they don't get off to a slow start or, you know, no one, they don't get hurt or whatever. Put all your eggs in that basket and go ahead. And if it works, works more power to you. You know, I would, I would definitely say if you're going to do multiple drafts, probably good to di diversify a little bit, especially in the main event. And a lot of guys that are going to do that. Uh, you might see, you might see closers get moved up a little bit, you know, in a, in a main event. Although I didn't see it radically changing in the one you're doing right now. So I did. Still, I, I thought so. A um, little bit. They're, you know, they're, they're, they're second, the second closers. The second closers are coming up a little earlier. They're not. They're not dropping into the teens. They're dropping into the you know the low the tens, eleven rounds. People. Well, that's a, that's a big thing that I, like I, that's a big thing that people are considering now. All the all the experts are saying that. Um, well, 
because the starting pitchers, and this is what this is one of the questions I had written down, like the pitching landscape. Starting pitchers are gonna, are going to go um, shorter into games, so they're not going to pitch as deep um, because managers are going to manage more like the playoffs. So then uh, there's going to be a bigger, or sorry, a smaller discrepancy between the, um, I guess, uh, all the counting stats between your starters and your relievers, and there's going to be more wins shifted to the bullpen. Um, mm-hmm. So you don't you don't think that's going to matter? Well, who those tell me tell me who those bullpen those those bullpen people are that we're going to draft right now? Tell me who is should go in drafting. You don't know. There's there's no you, idea. Anyway, yeah, I know. You're talking middle relievers. We know we know. Look, but they're no different than the guys you would have drafted anyway in those rounds. You know the Karinchaks. I mean, who else? Going down the list. Seth Lugo's. We can go through all the different players that people are going to draft and pile on anyway. Okay, so here here's an example. Let's let's say let's say you did draft um let's say. Um, oh, this is going to be a bad example because you don't like this first player. But Zach, let's say you have Zach Granke, you have um, Lance McCullers, you have Josh James um, as, as your starting staff, and you know there's some sort of there's an even height there's a heightened risk of them not going farther into games and not pitching through five innings. Is it more important to grab um, Brian Abreu and um, what's his name? Um, not not Asuna because he's going early anyways, but um, back up to Asuna. But, what, but why would I? But why would why would I draft those three starters to start off with? Yeah, that's my uh, okay. See, I told you it's a bad example. Okay, uh, but, I, but I'm saying you can't the guys you like. You like okay. You, t- you take um, okay. Let, let's let's say um, let's say you have Paddock on your team, or who, who's uh, yeah, that's a bad example. Who, who's a pitcher you've been targeting? You who, that I've been targeting. Yeah, like, you like um, you like depends about you like depends Degrom, of, well, of course, if I got Degrom, yeah. Why would why, why, why would that, why would it change for him to be a, uh, a first? No, that doesn't matter because he's going deep into games anyways. Right. Um, um, and deep in the games could be six innings, five innings. I'd rather get, wouldn't you rather have three or four guys like that, that you know you're going to do that? Or do you want to game on the first? Okay. The so let's, 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 let's see, let's see. You got, let's see. You, uh, I have a team like this. So you got, you got uh, Trevor Bauer, Sonny Gray. Um, and then you have, um, who else on that team? That's a starter. You have Disclafani, And then you have, um, Who's their fourth? Who's their starter? Uh, who's another one of their starters? I well, Luis Castillo. You're forgetting. Oh yeah, him. Louis, Luis Castillo. Yeah. Uh, how can I forget him? Let's see. How, it doesn't even. You matter. just did, Zach. You just did. Yeah. yeah. Because okay, let's just the three guys that I that I just talked about. Let's see. You have them. You think? You think it might be a good idea to grab like Amir Garrett and oh, even better, Stevenson, Robert Stevenson, and maybe put one of those guys in your starting lineup that week where you have two guys going on the Reds. Because if one, if by chance one or both don't go five innings, Stevenson comes in, mops up, and gets the win. Okay, so again, but that's a complete crapshoot. You're speculating if that's the case. You're going to throw a reliever in there and do that. This, this whole game's a speculation. Okay, then so so I just said before, baseball's a crapshoot. But I, I right, but I, but I what I do I want do I but I said do I want to go out of my way to load up on my team in uh, on my bench with all these late these, these relievers who could possibly do that? They you know I'd like to find know, out. I'm not, saying, I'm not saying that's a good strategy, Mister. Just. Um, Getting, getting your thoughts on it. Yeah, I'm, I'm telling don't, you my thoughts don't, on don't, it. Don't make, don't make me cry. I'm, I, I'm not going to go, as I said before, I, I, I'm, I'm going to be more attuned to looking at my starting pitching now and getting that right up, up front because, like I said, I don't want to be fishing for guys that are going to be not going more than, you know, they're only going to go get a couple of, round, a couple of innings, two, three innings, whatever, you know, and then find out, you know, who those guys are going to come back them up and then have to – you know, keep you know make that puzzle work every damn week, man, because it's going to be so volatile. Because when you these are weekly lineups, can't and you can't change pitchers out come the weekend when in the NFPC, so that makes it even more challenging, right? right. So, you, so so it's better, you know, you 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 do the law, you know, law of averages. Who's gonna who's best got the best chance to be do beneficial things for you in the, in the front of the week rather than like okay, let me just guess that this might you know Lorenzo's going to come in now and he's going to be the guy you know who's going to like you know get a couple saves and get a win in relief and whatever that kind of thing. 
you know, and, uh, but you're going to find that out pretty quickly in, in, in the beginning of the season. And some of these guys will be drafted. A lot of guys is going to cost you a lot of money in fab because it's going to be fab. It's going to be going crazy. You're, you know, your free agent budgets, you're early in the season for these guys. Cause there's always oh, yeah. some guys that step up. There's, there's, there's less fab periods too. Yeah. But now there's going to be even more of these guys popping up right now. You know, those guys that were like the, you know, the guys that were like the Ron Gant guy that who's like, you know, or the, or the Brandon Workman kind of guy who just popped up and got 10, 11 wins. Did in you see Ron and, Gant, the outfielder on the brain? No, I said, did I say Ron Gant? I mean, yeah. who was the other guy? No, not Gant, not Ron Gant. But what's the guy? You, you just have Ron Gant in the brain because of his huge biceps, I think. Yeah, yeah. Speaking about that, going back to what I was saying about the damn gym, you know, I, you know, I couldn't, even, I can't get in the damn oh, gym. Oh boy, okay. You know, get, so get me off the My nineteen, my nineteen inch gun, my nineteen inch guns are down to eighteen inches. Oh, probably. Oh no, yeah, terrible. Yeah, mine are down too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Um, so I'm gonna get, I want to throw you a couple players out. I want to throw a couple players at you and tell me um, what what your thoughts are because they they um, they are uh, changing in value amongst uh, our peers. Um, Shohei Otani, any interest in him now? Zero. Okay. Gary Zero, San- I, I, Gary Sa- okay, fine. Me neither. Gary Sanchez. Still uh, I, I like I, I'm starting to I'm, I'm starting to come around a little bit on him now. I don't well, know. Is he gonna DH? If he's gonna DH, is he gonna, is that what they're gonna do with him? I don't think the DH I don't, I think, I don't think so either. I think they, they have to DH either. stand they got a DH. I don't the judge playing these. I don't know. I don't I don't see him really DH. See, no, I'm not, not because of that, just because like uh, in a short season he can get you um, a lot of home runs. Right, and he can also get you a 180 batting average, and yeah. strike out a ton, and you know have what season was before, and he's very well, and could get hurt as a catcher, and, and any injury now, especially, is even worse. So, like I said, I'm not, I've never, I wasn't a Sanchez before. He was a dirty Sanchez to me before. I told you about that before. I don't see you all of a sudden now. I'm going to jump on Sanchez early because you got to yeah. get him early. See, I'm, I'm sort of, I'm, I haven't decided, I haven't, I haven't made up my mind on, on my thoughts on this, but I don't know if streaky players are good or bad in the short season. I'm thinking like maybe streaky players like your Sanos and Sanchez might be better. Like in, because it's either it's, you got an overall contest. You're either going to be boom or bust on those guys, but you don't want streaky guys. You don't want streaky players that are like your Brantley out of Eaton, like Mookie, Mookie bets, like on the high end types, because you want the, you want that. You want that. You want people that have batting averages and asset to be not streaky, and you want people that have those home runs, RBIs to be more streaky because you might get but, a, but here's, a good average coming along with that. As a position, I'm I'm thinking right now as I'm, as, a, as we're having this conversation. I think catcher's the area right now that you can you can just really just wait and see who pops, man, like on the waiver wire or whatever, because there's going to be so many. Let's say you get a hot streak for a catcher. You can just keep rotating in hot catchers. If that's the case, who's playing at this point? You know, because really you, you don't have to worry about, like, I, oh, I got to build my team and I got to have a, a Rio Muto early at this point because he's the guy and whatever. You know, just get, well, you, you, there could be other guys that you're just as good as him now this year. You know, you have a catcher who just goes, goes crazy for a few weeks and, you know, you can get – like you can but just use Gar- like Garver, you know. I mean, I don't know how many leagues I won because I had Garver on my team. All right, look at look at Buster Posey. What if Buster Posey and I'm not, I'm not a huge fan of Buster Posey at this stage of the game. But what if that guy gets off to a hot streak and he's hitting three four three thirty three forty, you know, and yeah, he hits yeah, seven, yeah, you know, whatever. Yeah, who wouldn't want to? You know, you can get that guy so late. You know, and and there's going to be other catchers that we're not even talking about or not even on our radar right now. Right, that'll maybe just get some playing time and get hot. Tyler Filter Stevens, them in. Tyler Stevenson's on my radar. He's not, he's not even. Yeah, on. you've been talking about Tyler Stevenson. He's not even. A, he, he's not even on their um like thirty man or forty right. man. He's not, he's not even on their team. <laughs> yeah, great, perfect. Go yeah. ahead and get him. So yeah, great. All right. All right. Okay. What about one, one, one last one last thing um on specific players and this is these are two players Trey Turner um Adelbert Alondisi I've seen on Twitter people are saying that 
okay, I'm going to take Trey, Trey Turner third overall. Actually, it did happen in this draft right now. Um, they, took were, three, right? They, they took him third overall? Not me, but yeah, somebody, somebody took Trey Turner over Mike Trout. So Who took, who took Trey Turner at third overall? Who took him? Out, out, out him. Who took, who, who took, who is a player that took Trey Turner third overall? Fish. Huh? Fish. Yeah, fish. There you go. The industry guy. Getting cute. He's going to be in our draft this week at Friday. You know, look. I, I, no, I want to, I want to get your thoughts on both because I've also heard that Montessi is now a first rounder according to some people. So no, he's I, not. No, I, I don't, I don't, no, no there's no way. He's yeah, not. I agree. No okay. way. No way. Because you, because you, because because potentially still stolen bases could be devalued because everything's gonna be so much more bunched together. Do you need a guy who's gonna steal seventy bases? You know, I mean, do you? No. I, I don't think but you're not gonna. First of all, not gonna. They're not gonna steal seventy okay, bases you need, anymore. Okay. Rephrase the question. Do you need a guy that's gonna steal you thirty bases? Well, that yeah. If you if you if you hit on that one guy, that could be all you need. You know, over Dude, time, that's, right? That's that's the thought process there. So yeah, yeah. But you're gonna take a first round pick to do that. Yeah, that, that, that's like totally you, you just you know roll and die on your first round pick then if that's the case i'm banking this guy's got to steal because if he doesn't steal 30 bases you, you know then what yeah, it's an enormous it's an enormous risk for a first round player. Yeah, I, i'd rather I'm, now more than ever spread us spread the stolen base love out around over over multiple players especially in this kind of season you really yeah, want to all put all your eggs in one stolen base basket right now i, I never don't want to do that anyways but back to yeah, Trey i don't yeah i don't want to either and our, and our good friend fish our good friend fish took him third overall we'll have him um, Look, nothing wrong with nothing wrong with John Fish, you know, and nothing wrong with taking Trey Turner in the first round. Uh, I wouldn't take him third overall. I sure as hell am not taking Mondesi in the first round, or probably even the second round of any of these drafts, man. I mean, you, you still well, let's not forget what he's coming back from, man. He still hasn't done us. How long has it been since he swung a bat or played a game with that? If we took him from that labrum. Again, I, don't, I don't. I don't think many people are taking Mondesi in the first round, but I'm more. I'm more focusing on Turner, third overall, like because Fish is not the only one that's been that that's planted their flag there. At Turner number three overall. I think there's been other people saying, "Yeah, I, I'd do that over Trout." I think people are. Yeah, but that you more of a function of Trout. I, look, I want guys to do that in the first off. round. Yeah, I like guys to do it in the first round because if I'm in the back end, you know, like you know, like in your draft, you guys got you got you know got Degrom in ninth, in ninth overall. I, I I'll take that all day long. Because you look at the kind of hitter I'm going to get on a return uh, in, in, on the way back uh, in, in a league like that. So push DeGrom down a nine to me all day long. For, so for some reason this year, I've been getting all these seven, eight, nine picks for whatever reason. I don't know why my hasn't been, uh, TDS hasn't been nice to me this year, but still. Uh, yeah, so I guess, um, our boy Blankenship got bets at seven. I think that's a, that was a steal. Yeah. And he got like what he took on the return, Harper? Yeah. Yeah. Been doing, been doing that all DeGrom, year. Uh, Mike Mager got DeGrom and Bregman. Yeah, I got. I'm not a. I'm not a. And maybe maybe Bregman gets a bump because he said, you know, the Astros cheating. They, they of all teams, they got the biggest break in the entire world having a season like this with no fans and not to travel anywhere. It, it was a huge boon for those guys, uh, you know, for them. But um, you know, I'm not, I'm not a huge Bregman fan in the second round anyway. But I mean, I so many players I would have taken after taking Degrom ahead of him. If I started my draft with Degrom, I wouldn't take Bregman in the second round. But that's just me. But, right. but whatever. All right. So what else you got? What else you got? What else baseball related do you want me to talk about? Uh, before what, we else was, what else was on that massive agenda? Uh, we've gone through a lot of the, okay. The, so you've already answered my questions about the, um, I, I was saying that the AL central pitchers and the AL East hitters get a big bump. I think the, the hitters in the East, like especially on the Yankees and then the Rays, like the Jays rotation, the Red Sox rotation and the Orioles rotation are all terrible. Like Red Sox, yeah, rotation, they, Red, Red Sox, Red Sox are terrible. Like they're pitching like, Fucking bad. They might be the. They might be worse than uh, the Orioles and Orioles and Red Sox pitching are going to get slaughtered. So I think that's a good thing maybe for the Jays, even though their pitching is not that great either. But I think it's huge for the Yankees and the um, and the Rays. 
Mm-hmm. Really, for all the teams in the yeah, but, but look at the but look at the pitching in the National League East for that division now too. Yeah, but they're not going to. It's not, it's not going to be huge. They're, okay, what what's, what's the difference? They're going to face them one more time. They're going to face the Nationals one more series. They faced them. They they probably faced them once already. So what is it? Forty it's, games. Forty games in the division and twenty games in the other and the opposite division. That's yeah, it's not. It, yeah, the the opposite way is not a huge swing. Yeah, well, I, as I said before, you know that's great because you want to target the division a little more. I mean, you know, a guy like Sandy Alcantara, what are you going to do with him? And the Marlins, you know, those guys like that, the guys like on, on Baltimore, you know, are you touching any of those guys uh, as pitchers? I mean, you know, you think some of these players in that division? I'm talking want, hitters. Right. Pitchers. Oh, about, yeah, well, that's a great division. You know, yeah, they're great uh, picking up hitters in that league. Yeah, you, you can say that. In terms of all that, but uh, there's going to be a lot of yeah. Again, but then again, it, the whole variables and whatever you get a pitcher, a guy comes in, gets hot. You get you know Nate Pearson comes in and he, they start throwing him and he's just dominant. You know, all, all of a sudden, you know, guys like that get a chance. They, they got a chance before that we don't know the un, the un, unknown variable. Spencer Spencer, uh, uh, you know, go, what's his name goes off. Spencer Howard goes off and he's dominant. You know, these are guys we're not predicting to do that. But what if they do? Yeah, because they get an op- they get an opportunity right now. All yeah, but the Spencer Howard is going to pop off, and then uh, James Paxton is going to pop on and get injured. Yes, yeah. So it's going to yeah. it's going to be a wash. All right, yeah, so then, let's let's go on. Let's. I think I think you I think you you don't you don't put a put a whole lot of weight in that. But the next the next to- the next topic before we start running out of time, which we already have, um, is impact of the DH and the NL. Um, I think like um, I'm trying to think of guys that like um, think a little bit outside the box. I, I was watching the MLB Network and Anthony Castro Vince. Um, according to him, these are the players. I don't know if you saw this. He has a list of ten players that it, he he thinks it are the most interesting DH candidates. Um, and I snapped a photo of it. One, Jonas Cespedes. Two, Nick Senzel. Three, Dylan Carlson. Four, Alec Baum. Five, Francisco Mejia. Six, Howie Kendrick. Seven, Yasiel Puig. Eight, Marcelo Zuna. And they played that replay of him missing the fly ball. Um, Kyle Schwarber and Ryan Braun. So those are the guys that are DH candidates. I don't know what you're uh, – before you give me your thoughts on that, I also want to look – me, I'm looking at guys that could – like thinking, I'm thinking outside the box that aren't necessarily DH candidates but have a bump uh, because of the DH. And one of the guys that, uh, that uh, I'm thinking of is Gavin Lux because um, somebody's going to be shifted in the DH, creating a spot for well, – I'd rather – I mean, of all those players you mentioned, I would take Lux out of all those guys. Um, he probably is going ahead of well, not while well, Schwarber's going ahead of him. Marcel, you, you would take Gavin Lux over Marcelo Zuna. No, I mean I didn't. I, I got on the list in front of me, but I would take. Yeah. You know, Marce- yeah. I would say most every one of those guys you mentioned. So the yeah. only the only two that are going behind him are or in front of him are Zuna and Schwarber. Would you take Schwarber? Schwarber. Yeah, Schwarber. Uh, yeah, I mean probably because he's obviously got the, the job. We know he's got the job. So I mean yeah. he's going to be playing. So I think uh, I think Gavin Lux got the job too. We should. Should. He yeah. should. He should. So, but I mean, he's, he's the type of guy that, that sort of um, intrinsically is that a word um, is beneficial for, because of the DH. There's the benefits mm-hmm. because of the DH. All right. All right. Yeah, but but the other guys that are there, I mean, I mean, I mean, you know, they're, they're, are they are they that interesting for fantasy purposes? Are the guys uh, I don't know. Cespedes. I mean, I mean, I, I mean, I, would you would I love to see him do well as a Mets fan? Sure. Do I do I have any faith in Cespedes coming back and anything meaningful? Not really. <laughs> what's going to happen? In, what's going to happen in Philly? Because they got Bomb on this list, so he's going to be. Yeah, but again, is, is, is Alex Bomb? I mean, they, I heard Jay Bruce was getting DH? the DH job. I thought D, Bruce was getting the DH. He's got the, you know, that's yeah. what I thought. That's what I heard. I don't know Bomb. He hasn't swung a bat in the major leagues yet. Let's not. Let's not get like he carried away. 
Yeah. Right. I mean, so well, who's their outfield? They got Kutch in the outfield. They got Adam Hazley, who's supposed to be their center fielder. And then who's in right? I don't even know the whole Phillies uh, lineup in front of me. Man. I don't have the I don't have the, the, is, the depth is, chart. This is bad post. This is bad post podcasting. We don't even we don't even know the Phillies roster. We should know this. We're, we're well, I mean, I think if I look here, here, Jack, Jack, this is how it works usually. See, when you're a host of a podcast, you prep by having the I mean, way in advance. They're like, "Hey, we're going to be talking about these Phillies players." I didn't know. Have, what have, have the have the the Phillies, uh, you know, have it up on there so you can see their depth charts. So I, <laughs> Bryce Harper. <laughs> Bryce Harper. One, yeah, Bryce Harper. Yeah, yeah. go figure. Right? At yeah. one o'clock. The problem is at one o'clock in the morning, your brain is fried. You should, yeah. you should remember. I should yeah, remember. I've already forgot. I, I don't write all these first and second round players are like Luis Castillo, Bryce Harper. I don't, yeah. I don't even know them. Right. right. But you, you own them. You know them, but we don't have it in front of us when we're talking. The people that are prepared when they're with their podcast ahead of time, right? And it's not just all off the cuff, which, it, which I have to say, you know, my, the improvisation level on my part is superior to be able to do what I do without a single note or anything in front of me. I, I have to give myself credit for that, wouldn't you say? Yeah, you're great. I'm just Thank looking at right now. I'm not, not not really paying attention to what you're, you're saying. You're not paying attention to what I'm, I'm saying. Going through roster resource now, looking at all these DHs, and I'm thinking, you know, a lot of these. Yeah, Bruce is penciled into the DH. Howie Kendrick, um, Dylan Carlson is now penciled into be left fielder. Um, yeah, and and then everybody, everybody was all over Dylan Carlson before, and Greg, and now more so. It's you know, you should probably draft him now in this during this draft. that's going on. I should fucking take him. He's not drafted yet. Well, we're not that far. We're in pick one eighty-seven. I should probably what round? Him. What round? What round are you in? Thirteen. I should probably grab him here. Yeah, I think if you're up, you should maybe get. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not up yet, but I'm up in like six or seven picks, maybe. I I, I don't know what you know how your team's constructed, looking at or whatever else, but you know he's not far off of being time to pick him. In right, that don't, area. don't tell. Because if he, well, look, if it was if he, dude, if he was going before before this whole shit at the fan, he was going in the sixteenth round, I think, something like that, fifteenth, fourteenth. You're not that far he, off. What, well, he was he was going in like the. 18th round more um eight nine he was moving he was he was moving up he was he, moving he up. was moving up like in november and december he was going like 290 overall his adp was like 290 then he's moved up into like the 240s and now he should okay. probably be like i'm still it's still a bit of a i, don't, I think I, I think i should probably be able to get him here um it'd be a reach even to take him at this point but uh we're going all, all, we're going off the rails here so let's i'm just gonna people might want to be interested in hearing all these dhs um uh Hunter Pence is penciled in for San Francisco. Yeah, that tells you that that's all you need to know about how bad San Francisco is. Well, Hunter Pence, Puig, Puig's going there, right? Wait, is, is he? <laughs> is he signed a contract? I haven't heard. As, as news came out, I'm not aware of it. Has he signed a contract? Does Puig have a job? I think this is big for some of the, the from some of these uh, Padres, like Franchi Cardero. No one's talking about that. And he's like, like because they're saying Tommy Pham's going to be the DH, maybe because his elbow is fucked. Um, well, Francie Cordero, I guess, have no interest to start off with because they give him a DH. I don't, you know, when they give no, him a DH. He's going to be in the outfield. Pittsburgh, Gregory Polanco is the DH. And now, yeah, another, another guy. How, when's the last time he swung a me, had any meaningful bats? Or he's, he, mean his, his, his value doesn't change in itself. But now they have Guillermo Heredia, penciled into right field. Guess what? Jared, Jared Olivia. Remember when yeah. I said that? Yeah. Jared Oliva. Yeah, that's, I think. Maybe he's going to be big. He might. He might have a big boost here. Well, because uh, and then, and did I did I not mention Jared Levi? I, I know on past podcasts I had mentioned it before. Oh, I did. Um, okay. okay. I, didn't, I didn't want to. I don't want to start giving away your secrets. Would, would you would you be will you be drafting Jared Oliva in um, a main event? In a main event? Yeah. That depends. It depends what he's doing and uh, what happens when these this summer trainings kicks back up and what the, what the news is. He's right. got. Does he? If he has a job. 
if he's going to be if he's going to be given a uh, a role out of the gate, play him. I, I would. Sure. Dominic, if he's, Dominic Smith on the on the Mets, Milwaukee. Yeah. You know, I think everyone there gets a boost because the DH that um, Avis, Avisail Garcia um, right. gets a nice boost. He might be. He might be some. Actually, who, question for you: Who would you take, Avisail Garcia or Dylan Carlson? Uh, Avisail Garcia, Dylan Carlson. I go Carlson. Really. I think you'd be. Yeah, in the, I, I think you'd be in the minority on that. Well, but I, I'd rather go for the the higher upside. I think oh, you know how much more oh, we can okay. get out of a Garcia. I mean, I, okay, I mean, draft, draft champions. We're in draft champions. Okay, what are they both going? What what round? I, I could probably get them both, depending on where they're going. Right? Are, I, they, are, they, are they in a similar round? I mean, where, in terms of yeah, they're, they're probably like they could be. Well, do you want do you want their ADPs? Yeah, if you have their ADPs. Let's see. I mean, I mean, if they're if they're going the same round, then it's a choice. If it's not, if they're really far, you know, several rounds apart. You well, these, get them second, both. these I don't know what they're. I don't know what this ADP data because this is just this is just in the draft room. Um, so I think mean, this must be just the second chance uh, ADP. Avisail's mm-hmm. um, ADP is two twenty four, and um, Carson's what two eighty two. So that's like round nineteen. So I'd be taking. Yeah. So you're talking early. How many rounds? Four, three, four rounds difference, something like that. Yeah. So you probably yeah. get them both. You have to make that decision. True. Point. So. That's true. Um, what else are we looking at? Marlins. Another big Matt Joyce. That's not going to happen. It's not even worth having a conversation. He shouldn't. No. He's name. His name shouldn't even be mentioned on a podcast, man. I'll, I'll, edit, I'll, I'll edit it out. Edit him out. Bleep him out. We even talk I'll, about I'll him. Bleep him out. Um, Jock Peterson's going to be the DH. On um, that makes some sense. Yeah, but against what? Against righties, right? That's it. He's not going to be the age all the time, right? It's a lot of righties, right? So, um, so what are we just going to talk DHs, or is there anything yeah. else of meaningful baseball stuff you want to talk about right now? I want to bring this thing home. How long, we, how long has this show been going on for so far? Hour twenty. So we we we, we, start, we have to bring this thing home, man. No, so don't worry. I'm um, I'm editing it. I'm editing out the um, Matt Joyce comment. That should that should bring us down. Yeah. Okay. Good. Perfect. Well, you don't know anything, anything, anything else I said about the other stuff before. So. All right. Um, okay. Pages aren't pages aren't loading right now. Oh, here we go. Um, Cincinnati, Nick Senzel on Cincinnati. Yeah. Cubs. He gets a big boost since Senzel. Comes a much more. Schwarber's going to be the DH, and then you got all these fucking shit guys in sliding in their lineup. They're, they're, Cubs are not going to be that great. I, I caved and I took Kimbrel in that draft that you that we. Yeah, that was horrific, bro. When I saw you took Kimbrel, I was. Just I don't know because I knew all the other closers were going to be gone, and I, I like in this situation, sixty games. Like I, I never. This is my first share of Kimbrel, but I never. I'm like, I want somebody that's going to have that closer role for sure. Yeah, right? But just, just think about, just think about. I ratios. know it's not good. I know it's not. I mean, good. I mean, I'm just thinking about ratios right now, especially with relievers, man. I, I mean, what, what is the, what is the average relief pitcher going to? How many innings he going to pitch? Twenty five innings, thirty yeah. innings. Yeah. You know, just think of just one. Four or five, six round blow up is going to mean to your ratios. That's that all, that's all the more reason not to spend a, a big amount on a closer. Then, well, I mean, a, a closer like Kimbrel for sure because all he did, he's, he was what's his ERA well, been nine? What's his whip been you know the last couple of years eight? What's his been? Doesn't doesn't matter though because one one blow up for Josh Hader and his ERA is fucked. All right, so what what is it more likely? Do you you feel Hader blowing up doing that or or Kimbrel doing that? All right, okay. so. Um, well, like more, I more, but I think that doesn't change um, from a sixty game to one hundred and sixty two game season. Like I think they both have an equal chance of blowing up. Like I think, okay, but the, the thing is, you, you're not going to recover. But it, you're not. I don't. Are you going? You're not going to recover. I, I want to. Yeah, they, they, it could happen to both of them. But you're not going to. You, you want to limit that risk, man. And you want. You want to be able. To, you're not going to recover from it this year. 
that's the, that's the unfortunate thing that's going to be happening. You know, and they, if they keep and if they keep rolling out Kimbrel every, you know, just to try to write himself or just give give him a chance, right? And we, you happen to have him in that week or two, you're ruined. <laughs> I mean, that's what happens. So, um, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be touching him at all. But uh, so, what else you got besides these clothes? What, what else we can base? Are you, you going to do your baseball thing now, so you can get your main event thing? Or you know, um, I, don't, I don't know how good I am on my my uh, movie stuff these days. I haven't, I haven't watched any really movies in uh, during this period of time. Catch up on my '80s stuff. So. Okay. Um, so, any prospects that are now? Like, do you want to talk about prospects at all? Any, anyone anyone that's now on your radar for prospects because of the late season? Like, do you, like I I think you said that you don't. It doesn't really matter that much um, in terms of your strategy like things aren't things haven't changed. I have, look I, I have my prospects that I like, and they haven't changed the guys that i like you know okay uh, so no, it's the same it's the same guys there's not any new guy that you that you've you've seen is, is well, making the team pick, i pick some pick some like i said pick some players that are your, your prospects. okay what about uh, i don't know i'm just throwing these names jared connick on the mariners uh, as on the tag, squad, he's, I, on, he's on their whatever they're don't really, even taxi squad i don't think he's gonna have any, any he's gonna have that much uh, impact to say I'm, I'm not i'm not drafting him so i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to get in the if he blows up or starts going off and he gets a roll he's gonna i'm gonna have to get him on, on fat but i'm not gonna go be drafting him i'm not interested in just oh, i'm gonna i'm gonna come out of a draft with Kal- on my bench uh, what about, unless, um, like you said unless, unless in summer gore. training unless in summer training they say he's gonna be pay, play, play playing who else mckenzie gore yeah, I, I, have a lot, I have tons of shares of Mackenzie Gore over time. Um, I guess that I think he gets pushed down a little later though than I was taking him. You know, there's a there's a whole bunch of pitchers that are that are out of his mold that are that are used to be falling in the 13th to 15th, 16th round that are probably bumped them down. But he'll be he's definitely somebody I would jump on. What about um, Whitley on the Astros? I, you know, Whitley, he said before, there's just too much going on there, man. I think he's a he's a, he's got he's got the he's got I think Noah Syndergaard disease, which is a head problem, you know. And and I'm not sure if he's gonna he's just gonna write that and come. It's gonna happen and go right for him. So I'm not I'm not a, a Whitley fan. Yeah, I and Dusty I, Baker I, doesn't like the rookies, right? And plus Dusty Baker. So I, I'm not a I'm not saying I don't think Whitley, I'm not expecting Whitley to be the guy that's gonna bust out of these young guys. All right, who's who's a guy that you who, who's a guy that you that you got a lot of that you're really glad you got a lot of because you think his value went, uh, went up. Um, well, I have a lot. I mean, again, and again, I've heard people say, and, I, and it's the industry you guys don't like him as much, but then and they're saying some of these guys are staying away from. Him, but I have a lot of AJ Puck, and I, and I think this year, especially now that he's healed, he's from you know the little twins he had in the spring training. You know that guy is dominant. You know, and right now, depending, what if he falls into it? Maybe if he doesn't start out of the gate. And he's that he's that he's like behind the opener or whatever else. That guy can go two, three, four innings of just dominant work, pick up a lot of. Win. I like Puck. I'm glad I have a lot of him at this point. You know, and uh, you know he's definitely definitely one. I, I mean, you know, happy about happening. You know, and I'll, we'll see if we can, can get him again. We'll see what he does when he comes back too. And uh, again, the summer training, I'm maybe interested to see what he does. That is that is rotation's got a, a lot of uh, a lot of potential. Chris Bassett becomes really intriguing now. As a, mm-hmm. a, a, oh, Chris another, Bassett on the yeah. on the ace. So. All right. What about what about the opposite guys? You're like, ah, shouldn't have, shouldn't have drafted him. These are these are write offs now. No, I don't have a lot of those guys, man. I, I really. I wouldn't think you. I wouldn't think you did. You, you like, know me. You're not gonna yeah. tell me to say, oh, okay. I, any regrets of some of the guys I drafted, or you know, other than other than guys that obviously got injured. You know, I might have yeah, all your shares. You know, all your Syndergaard shares, and yeah. I don't, I don't have any Syndergaard shares. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> yeah. All right. So let's um let's get into the trivia. Okay. Uh, so this is this is this this contest is really for you. How many my how many do we have to do? Do I have to do I have quotes? Do I have to guess? Movie They're not quotes movie. actually. It's different this time. They're not movie. What are you? What are you? I'm, I'm, I'm throwing you through a loop. I'm giving you character names, and you're gonna have to tell me the movie. 
oh, that, that dude, this, <laughs> that's like obscure. That's like really obscure, man, to do that kind of 80s movies of characters. Yeah. Where he, did you get these from? And these are from popular 80s movies that I should know. These, yeah, these are all popular movies and these are all. So I should know from, from the yeah. 80s. You, know, you get really obscure. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. How many do I have to get right? How many do I have to get right of this? You have to get nine out of ten. Ten? Yeah. Nine, I thought, what happened to five? You speak, what happened to four out of five or five out of five? Nine out of ten. That's a lot of names, man. All right. So okay. Well, let Okay. If you if you don't get the first one, it can be a mulligan. It'd be a mulligan. All right. We'll see. All right. Okay. We'll see. But okay. I, I, I'm just I'm just going to tell you something real quick. First of all, for those of you that you know. <clears throat> about listening to some of these podcasts and whatever. I, I went, I went crazy. You know, there was an eighties, there was an eighties movie draft done several weeks back. All right. And this is like Erickson and Genstad. They had, they had this guy, Brian Slack on He's an NPC player. And I, I don't think this guy, he must've been eight years old, eight to 10 years old in the eighties. Okay. And they're, and they're having a, they're having a, a movie eighties movie draft. Right. So they, you're, you're talking five movies a piece. They drafted 15 movies deep for best, you know, best eighties movies and whatever. Right. Okay. And on this list, none of them drafted no Fast Times Ridgemont High, no Risky Business, no Animal House, no Predator, no Terminator, no Road Warrior, no Blade Runner, and not even no Aliens, right? And an honorable mention was given to Breakfast Club. An honorable mention was given to Ferris Bueller's Day Off. And one of these dudes is drafting Dead Poet Society and Beetlejuice, okay? <laughs> this, this, this tells you that they don't know what the hell they're fucking doing. So this, really, this really gets your blood boiling. It gets my blood boiling. The old, the, 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 look at those movies I just named. Although your 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 bud, your boy there, the guy who drafted Beetlejuice and Dead Poets Society, he he also drafted Rocky Four. <laughs> and I was cracking up. That? <laughs> that, that was that was Brian Slack. That was the guy yeah. that guessed he's an NPC player. Yeah, he's, <laughs> and, in, he's in this draft. I think that we're in right now. Whatever. Yeah. So <laughs> go. You you should type in chat with him. Dead Poets Society. Really, Beetlejuice. You're freaking kidding me. You know, but everybody, but he did, he did, he did draft Rocky Four as his last pick, and I was cracking up. Yeah. At that, uh, well, it should, be the, it should be the first overall pick. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. And they all had to draft one, at least one sports movie, and no one drafted Major League, right? No one drafted Bull Durham. No one drafted Nat, the Natural. No one drafted Field of Dreams. Was that an '89 movie, Major League? Major League was uh '89, I think '89. Yeah. '89, yeah, I think it was. Yeah. It was '89 or '91. I forget. But yeah. no, no, it was an '80s movie. So let's see how many I have. I got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Ten. I got ten written down here on a little post-it note. Oh, and by the way, if you want a sleeper '80s movie, for those of you that are listening, that I just because I'm, I'm the '80s movie expert, and I, and people will agree that you don't any, any of those movies I listed. That uh, did you see all those movies I mentioned? By the way, those '80 movies. Did you see all those movies I mentioned? Uh, most of them. I don't remember all the ones you said, but yeah, most of them. It's all of them, right. So again, those were never mentioned. But it, I'm going to give you a sleeper movie if you haven't watched. They made a remake of it, which was terrible, horrific. All right. But if you get a chance, if you haven't seen the 80s, I'll give you a sleeper 80s pick movie. You should go watch it. The Hitcher. Anybody ever, do you ever see The Hitcher? No. It was, no, it was I remade. So. It was a Rucker, Rucker Hauer was in the movie. Rudger, Rudger Hauer. He was like, now, now yeah. passed away. Yes. He was in, he was in Blade Runner and did some other, but he, uh, I think he was in the, was, was he in the Deer Hunter with uh, De Niro? No. No? He was not. I think he's been nice, in a, nice, he nice, in a, nice, nice try. And I think the Deer Hunter was an 80s movie too. Again, another might one. Might have been the 70s. That might have been a 70s movie. Deer, no, Deer Hunter was, yeah, Deer Hunter was 70s. That's right. But, uh, but, hit, but if you get a chance, anybody listen to this, Hitcher, great sleeper, uh, awesome, you know, kind of pick. Rucker Hire was awesome in that movie. I think, I, I think I've seen that actually. I think I've seen it. 
be a really cool thriller movie, crazy. He was played a psycho in that movie, and the kid picks him up. See, see Thomas Howell, Jennifer Jason Lee. Uh, see, Tom picks him up, and, uh, and he shouldn't have picked him up. And you know, first line of the movie is my my parents told me I should never do this when he picked him up on the road, and then it all it all spirals out from that one. But it's just just really really well done. Well, sounds like a Miguel Sano story. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's perfect. It, yeah. it, it, in honor of Miguel Sano's kidnapping, you should watch the hit. <laughs> yeah. All right, the original. The original. I will watch it if you can guarantee me that Sano plays this year. Yeah. Well, uh, all right. So okay, let's let's go let's go with this. Um, let's, right. I got I got ten names. Um, they're character names, and you have to tell me the movie. And are these main well, character names, or are these freaking like obscure secondary, third tertiary character names in these movies? One of the one of them is like because I, I gotta make you tall. I, I said you want you only get nine out of ten of them. I, all right, all of these, all, a lot of movies. All too. of these are main characters, like like not maybe not the best actor. Maybe they might be supporting actor, but they're all main characters. Uh, except right. for one, one is definitely uh, an obscure one, but you but you you could get it. Uh, right. I, I'd I'd get it personally. Um, I told you I was the movie line expert, but we'll see what characters. But we'll, we'll, okay, let's see what you came up with. I'm sure we'll see what, how obscure these people are. So. Actually, I just want to make sure this. I, I want to make sure this obscure one is. Um, is actually from an '80s movie. Great. Yeah, make an impossible quiz for me so you never like. Oh, well, actually, I actually had it wrong. It's there. Okay. All right. So we'll we'll. You're, you're still coming. You're still doing a main event, but go ahead. We'll we'll do this. <laughs> All right. So, number one, Ray Stance. Ray Stance. Yeah. Yeah, right, right out of the gate, man. I don't know who Ray Stance. Are you kidding me, dude? I, 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 I may know the movie, but I don't know the character. The, all the okay. names. How old am I, dude? You know what? The last time I saw these movies, all Ray, right. Stance. Ray Stance. Let me let me think for a second. And it's it's an '80s movie. Is it a sports movie? No. I'm afraid I'm not gonna get Ray Stance. Yeah, um, Ray, um, Dan Aykroyd played him in Ghostbusters. Oh, I mean, come on, bro. Ask me Peter Venkman. You could ask me. Peter I know, Venkman. but I, I didn't you want to ask me whatever. This... You can ask me the obscure secondary. I told you. I'm you like, well, okay. Would you have gotten uh, Winston? Z um, what's his last name? Zegger or something? Zegger? Possibly because I yeah I would have possibly gotten him because uh, you know, Ernie Hudson. Ernie the actor Ernie Hudson played him in, in Ghostbusters. Zedemore. Winston Zedemore. Would you have got yeah. that? I, it's a, it's yeah, I think you would have got that. I think I think the, the, the Ackroyd character was the only one that I had a chance of. Yeah, but they don't really mention. They don't really don't mention Ray. They, you know, Ray, you got to be kidding. You know that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Ray is like um, you know he, he he only mentioned his first name. Okay, so we're gonna, we're gonna we're gonna lower the bar to seven out of ten because um, this, you, like, this you might be remember most of these people. But unless you know the the the, the credit, watch the credits. They don't, most of these movies they don't even mention the character's last name. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. okay so make it impossible for me. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Next one. Um, Actually, this is not a. This is. A, I'll give you a hint. This is not a main character, and this is not even a secondary <laughs> character. What the fuck, man? Well, you only need seven of them. But you might get this. Yeah, one. right. Okay, off to a roaring start. Who is this? What's the character? Al Powell. Okay, that's Die Hard. Yeah. See, that's the. That's not. It's not a main character. That's Sergeant Al Powell. That's the guy. That's that's Sergeant Al Powell. Okay, right. Yeah, so like I said, at least I know that. I watched okay, that movie. So you want you're, you're one for two. Yeah. Okay. You okay? Brian Flanagan. Oh man, Brian Flanagan. That could be in a million movies, bro. Brian <laughs> Flanagan. You know, there's no context, bro. I have no, you know, no, nah, I would never. Brian, Brian Flanagan is Tom Cruise in Cocktail. Oh, he's in, yeah, all right, Cocktail. I, I, that movie, I, I was not a huge Cocktail fan. I saw the movie several times, but uh, okay. no. Don't so you won for three. Good. Elvira Hancock. Elvira Hancock. I think you should know that one. 
This doesn't make for good podcasting unless I'm trying to think of who Elvira Hancock is. Oh, man. Elvira, not, not, not that Elvira character, is it? There was Elvira, Mistress of Night. You know, no, no, no. This is, this is from a very popular 80s movie. Um, leading woman leading woman actor in this movie. It's, um, it's an Al Pacino movie. Uh, okay, wait, wait. 80s movie, Al Pacino, Scarface. Yeah, that's right. So that's, that's, that's Michelle Pfeiffer in Scarface. Oh, I, I, I do it. I didn't. I had no idea. I would. I would never remember until you told me Scar. Until you gave me. Until you give me a little hint with uh, Pacino movie. So. Okay. Next is uh, Cameron Fry. Oh, that's that's Ferris Bueller's Day Off. That's right. Of course. Okay. Cameron. Um, Pete Mitchell. Pete Mitchell's Top Gun. Right. Got a got a got a lot of Tom Cruise in here. Well, that's it. That's all the yeah. Tom Cruise. Well, I worked. Well, I worked. Like I said these are the movies I worked in the movie theater with, and I saw all these movies when they're actually released multiple times. Okay. So. Um, you should get this one. Um, I think you should get this one. Holly Gennaro. Okay. Holly Gennaro is also diehard. Yeah, that's right. Um, okay, so what are we at? Okay, so now they're getting a little bit more. To the, you're doing okay. How many do I have? Though? What's my what's my total so far? Do we do we count Elvira? Yeah. Okay. Give me a little quote. Give me a little one, break. One, two, three, four. You got five out of eight. Wait, you got one, two, three, no, I'm more than four, that. five out of seven. Five out of seven. Okay, go ahead. Sam Troutman. Or Sam, Sam Trout. Sam Trout. Oh, I know what that is. That's um, first, first Blood. That's impressive. That's yeah, impressive. Dr. Uh, the Colonel Troutman. Colonel Troutman. I, mean, I don't know why it came to me, man. Don't ask me how, but uh, it's First Blood. Man, wow. Yeah. wow, that's that's good. That's yeah. I did not expect you to get that one. That was, yeah. that was, one, that was one that was one. Dude, don't ask me, man. <laughs> don't ask me why like, Colonel Troutman came to my mind. I don't know. Ask me how you okay. got that fast. Check mark there. Okay. Good. Paulie Polino. Oh, no, sorry. Paulie Panino. Paulie, Paulie Panino. Paulie Panino. Is that is that a mob movie? No, it's not. <sighs> Paulie Panino. This goes back to what you were saying about really not hearing their last names. Oh, great. <laughs> so, wait, um, wait, wait, wait. Paulie, Paulie. Oh, Rocky. Not Fuck, the, yeah, the, yeah, you're right. Yes. I got it. That is. That's from Rocky. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> oh, because Rocky is another Rocky movie. Wasn't Rocky the first Rocky? Rocky. It doesn't matter. It's Rocky Four. Oh, Paulie, Paulie, yeah, Paulie, yeah. When you just that, that when you told me about not hearing their last name, you said Paulie. I already got it. Okay, Paulie, good. Okay, last one here. Last one. I have to get this one. Do you have to, to to win? Yeah, you need to get this one. This is this is the tiebreaker. And this is the one you're going to make me be the most obscure possible character. This is this this is the out of all of the characters the most obscure character. Oh fuck! But you might get it because it's all right. Go ahead. Go ahead. No more hints. It's a well known. It's a well known movie. It's a well known movie, and um, it's a really good movie. And we both. All right. Go ahead. Go. Go. Go ahead. Give it to me. Abe Froman. The Sausage King of Chicago. <laughs> Dude, it's fabulous. The off You are doing a main event, okay? I'm telling you. <laughs> Abe Froman. You, you got to get... <laughs> You're Abe Froman? I'm Abe Froman. Yeah. This is, I, I mean, I, the the hint I was going to give you, he's like, you don't even see him in the movie. I know, dude, because he just he just mentioned it because he's playing a guy. But yeah. you, you have to remember, I told you, I worked at the, I saw that movie hundred times. So did I, so did I. I know. Fuck. You okay. Know? I actually saw it when it came out live. It's before you were, before you were born, almost. No, I don't think so. I think I was born before that. But eighty born, what? Were you born eighty what? Eighty three. Hey, you're three years old when it came out. I think you were three. Uh, no, you were two maybe, years old. You were maybe. two years old. Eighty five. It came out. Yeah, I think probably. There's your. So I win. So in spite of all that shit and craziness, I know those are a lot of obscure characters, bro. I earned you to do yeah, that. You did, you did earn it. 86, 86, you're wrong. 
Um, 86. Okay. 86. So I was three years old. Um, but I've seen that movie many times. Yeah. You, you earned it with, I think the, I think the, the Troutman, man, you said, let's see, you got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, and then eight was, um, Elvira. So we gave you and I get a mulligan because I didn't know Ray Stanson when I named blue one. So that's it. I saw I, I, I and you blew Brian Flanagan. Yeah, well, it doesn't, yeah, sound, that, that, doesn't, that doesn't sound good. You did, it just sound like I said you blew Tom Cruise and Cockrell. Yeah, yeah, right. Not good. Not yeah. a great movie. But, uh, but uh, anyway, so what, so what are you doing now? You're doing a main event now because I won the contest? Yeah, sure. I was in, I was in anyways. Yeah, I knew you were going to do one anyways. That's, why, that's the point of the whole thing. So you made me go through all this crap. You should do two main events. Now you should buy a package of no, main events. No, no. So which main event are you going to do? You should do the main event online. The, the, which well, gonna, uh, I'm not going to New York. That's crazy. Well, you're going to do, you're gonna do it. Uh, <laughs> the scary thing is New York is one of the safest places you can go to. <laughs> There's only three states in the country that, 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 that that's pretty much under control. New York's one of them. New York, New Jersey, and Washington State. <laughs> What's every reducing cases right now. It's crazy. What, what about Connecticut? No, Connecticut's not. It's a state, I think it's holding steady, but it's not like, uh, you know, going so down. Things, are, things aren't that crazy there anymore in Jersey, New York? No, no, everything's still, a lot of shit's still shut down and restricted. As I said, the gym and other things like that, you know, meeting place, you can only do outdoor dining in certain areas, but uh, that's it. But uh, So you can, go sit on a, you can go sit on the patio? Sit in the patio, you can see, you can have outdoor dining, you can do stuff like that, yeah. Yeah, same so, with us, that's pretty much what Well, I've been at. in outdoor bars, man, and there's like people packed like around the outside bar like crazy, which is ridiculous, but. Yeah, people are, people are stupid, I think. Um, yeah. Yeah, people, uh, what, that's what I've learned, I think, um, I think, um, you might take success for granted in the world, but I, like, I think you, sometimes, sometimes I thought I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm fortunate for certain things, but now after this, I'm thinking, man, like I deserve this because most of these people out there are fun. Dude, never under, underestimate the power of human stupidity, bro. Okay. I mean, I, I, most of the people out there are fucking stupid. Yeah. The, the vast majority Okay, and if you, again, if you, you don't live in this country, all right, but if you've been in this country for the last three and a half years and you see the, the cult-like nature of, this, of stupidity coming out of the woodwork, okay, that would both to blindly follow, you know, lies, stupidity, ignorance, you know, jackassery, whatever you want to call it, that's just, it just goes to show you. You know, it, it's mind-numbingly incredible to see that this is, what, this is what's going on right now, because this is, this is, the, and this is the norm now. This is the, it's the new normal, so to speak, of like, talking about the new normal of COVID, talking about the new normal of a, a whole new level of stupidity going on right now in this country. So it's, uh, that's what's in there. That's, that's gonna shift to soon enough as well. But that's, what, that's what's happening right now. So that's what we're dealing with here. But, and, that's, and it's being rewarded greatly, unfortunately, for that. There used to be, these, these, there was a time, I think, in human history that you know, there was a value put on intelligence and sanity and stability and truth and great things like that but that's all out the window right now so that's, and that's we're gonna good. we're gonna lead out with highway to hell as you're saying yeah let's lead out the highway as we go down the highway to hell on um, the whole thing this has been a great show i think this will be another one of your another masterpiece is going to be coming out i will definitely promote it hope everybody uh, listens to it take an nfpc team if you're listening to this support the nfpc get a roto wild team get a get a i get nothing for saying this by the way i don't get any free teams but uh, get a main event. Zach will be doing at least a package. You're going to buy a four-pack right now, right, Matt? Right, Zach? Four absolutely, absolutely not. Absolutely not, right. But you should just at least draft main event online, like on, uh, on Saturday. I'll do, I'll, do, I'll do a main online. July 18th, Saturday, at 1 o'clock, because that's, that's the day we need people drafting online. And I will, uh, I will guarantee this. I, if everything's cleaned up by next year, I'll be at the main events. Yeah. Uh, Zach, it's all going to be fine by next year. It's all going to be cleaned up because, you know, everybody, everybody's going to believe that. It's all going to be 
it's all going to be fine. We're all, they're all going to believe that if we're safe and it's under control, you know, we're going to pretend that we have miracle drugs. We're going to, it's all going to be pretended that we're all safe and fine. Okay. okay? That's just good to that's how Americans think. As long as we, as long as we believe and think that we have control of things, we're all safe and fine. Okay. And as long as the, and then the politics, you know, the, all the politics will be worked out by that time. It will be straightened out by that time. Healthcare system will be better. Everything's going to be better here by that time. Don't worry. Highway to hell. Highway to hell. Out. <laughs> <laughs>